Well met, friends. My name is Adam, and this is the Get Pipe Podcast, where we love to pipe. And today, well, as always, I am joined by my good friend Nick, aka the producer guy. Nick, sup, man? Hey, Adam. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. I think good. the sickness is gone. We're feeling pretty yes. solid. Good. Great to hear. Anyways, um, about you know, we're over sickness. We're talking yeah. about smoking, man. Good, dude. I I've been I've been getting after it. The you know, I found that this dog has been. I know I've been kind of broken record here, being sick, talking about dog. <laughs> That's what it's pretty much all I've been doing. Good because I've been trying to recover, but but man, these little pup walks and such. I've been smoking a lot of a lot of pipes, a lot of cigars, and you know that kickstarts the day, right? So you know, normally my first pipe or whatever is in my commute to work. And it's like one-ish, two-ish, depending on the bowl size. My commute, depending on when I leave, 35 minutes if I leave, uh, you know, really, really early. And then it's almost an hour if I leave when I want to leave. <laughs> so that that is that is unfortunate with the traffic. But but the, the cost there, or I guess the gain, the net gain, the profit here is that I'm able to smoke a maybe two pipes. And it's not like I'm trying to, I'm not, I'm not that type of guy that thinks how many pipes can I smoke a day? Like, let's see how many I can. It just happens to be that way as of late. Like I have been smoking right. a generally increased amount. Uh, so again, with the dog, you know, my first smoke starts there. Normally it's something, I mean, it's really a pipe or a little cigar, maybe like a little Toscano or I tried at this. We'll get obviously it's a what's up and smoke, which I'm really excited for. But one of the things I tried, which I can we'll we'll pitch on now, so I don't got to touch on later, is these little Davidoff, uh, like cigars, cigarettes, cigarettes, cigar cigarettes. No, it. I mean, maybe I don't know, but it was literally like a mini pack. I guess they're only like twenty dollars, and you get like I think twenty something sticks. So it's I think it's actually just over a dollar per stick. So really, really affordable. And they were so good. Uh, Rob there had had given us, you know, it was either that or Wicked Aged Cigarette from, you know, Steve Norris collection. We'll talk into that. But I actually went with this Davidoff one. I was like, well, I can get that anywhere. So let me try this one. And it was phenomenal. Like so, so phenomenal. So I'd like to get some of those maybe for, you know, like these little pup walks in the morning. It is sometimes they're longer than, than uh, you know, a, a five, 10 minute smoke. But other times I'm kind of in a rush and I need to get to work or whatever, or try to beat the traffic, try to beat the school bus. But, but yeah, so, so generally, you know, I get kind of get a lot of smoke going on in the morning and it really gets me out of bed. I'm really excited okay. for it, especially with a hot cup of coffee. And, you know, dude, the, the South, the American South has been blitzed by the cold lately. I don't know yeah, if you've been getting it, but we were in like the 17 degrees. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, whoa, what is that about? So you there know, was, these, um, I saw it was like, it was either the feels like or the actual temperature in like South Dakota. And I, I can't remember if I said this last week, but it was like negative 63, but then Miami was 76. So it's like Whoa. there was a, there was over, it was like 130 degree difference in, in one country. How, isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy, bro? Yeah. And yeah. again, Imagine I don't know if you were to, if you were to fly from one to the to other the, and see like there'd be your body would obviously it would take a lot of hours probably like yeah. four or five hours but Dude. that'd be a shock to the body that oh you know no God. man has seen in quite some time yeah and like theory like impossible for most of history to ever think about that oh yeah experience that but anyways as quick aside but yeah it, luckily today was beautiful out i 
was not able to to get a smoke in today. I really I, I wanted to, but honestly, when I got home, I had a pretty gnarly headache, and just you know, I wanted to to support the the household a little bit. You know, producer wife has been been home with the kids, and you know, it's it's been a transition and a change. So anything I can do on the home front to, mm-hmm. to give some time to to get some, you know what I mean, in, in terms of like get some time and all that stuff. So yeah, it was good. Yeah, well. Well, I'll have to shoot you these these little Davidoff things. I didn't get a case or a can or whatever they're called, but they come in like a little tin or yeah. something, which is pretty cool. I and I, I was thinking about you. They're they're pretty. They were pretty. I'm sure there's several lines of this. I'm not actually sure which ones. I think the can was bluish, like the writing was blue, maybe. Oh, okay. But you know, people are... love Davidoff tobacco. I love their pipe tobacco. I've never had like their full cigars, but these things were sweet. I'm looking at a uh, mini. They are called cigarillos cigarillos okay okay um these this one's the gold one so i don't know if that's any different or what we got maybe i'll have to to they're almost like they were like thinner than like candy cigarettes like they were thin but long and but quicker than i I don't know it was interesting they were they were wicked tasty that's all i remember and we we were smoking these uh on our friday night dinner we'd step outside this is when it was like in the blistering cold and i was like whoa i mean we were probably smoking a little bit quick because we were we were so damn cold but right. i remember it just hitting the spot with the you know i'd imagine it would really really hit the spot with a little bit of coffee but yeah i don't know man i've been i've been definitely a pipe smoker lately as well uh i've been trying to find like every now and then you come across a pipe that you really love but just doesn't really work mm. and i have this artisan pipe that i got several months ago that's just not working for me and it's one of the normally I just pass it off, but because I love the shape, I love the size. It's a you know a great, it's just great for everything I like, especially with the clenching kind of thing. But it's just I can't keep the damn thing lit, no matter what tobacco I put in there. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just I've tried this. Over, I mean, again, over the past couple of months trying to smoke this thing, not not super super, but the other day I tried several several bowls back to back to back, trying to figure it out. I found that there's an aromatic that was kind of burning well for me but i don't know i i'm not experienced enough to know what that is i am experienced enough to know that that happens i know that sometimes you know you got to find what works with that particular pipe and sometimes it's a journey now i found that normally that's with some of the cheaper pipes and that's Mm -hmm. not to not like i really don't think this is like a construction error It, it could be i'd love for the artisans to reach out to me you know all of our you know, we have many artists and listeners, you know, reach out if that's the case. But like the draft is fine, you know, runs a pipe cleaner like a dream. It just goes out. And I don't know. I just I can't keep the damn thing lit. It's not a very narrow bowl. It's a bowl. It's a, like a it's a wider pot shape. Maybe not super wide, but wide enough to where I feel like I know what I'm doing. But I don't know. So I'm fighting it. And I've been fighting this, trying to figure it out. And I think that was interesting. I kind of wanted to talk about that real quick. Just the idea that I'm still learning how to smoke some pipes. And I always will reiterate to our newer listeners and and the listeners particularly who are newer to pipe smoking, you never know, right? Your first pipe could be one of these. And I've had a bajillion pipe bowls in my life, but this one is still giving me trouble. This could be your first pipe. That would be quite unfortunate, only for the, uh, like you wouldn't know that, there's better out there or maybe not better, but just different. I mean, right. ideally, yes, better, right? There, there's definitely something going on that I'm not, you know, figuring out, but I don't know, maybe it's like a Virginia, 
a straight Virginia pipe where I I just don't really dabble with that too much. But the Burleys I've been putting in, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just not working for me. Yeah. And another thing, especially all the new new pipe smokers, new listeners out there, like we talked about, I think it was actually in one of our anecdotal episodes with Briar or I can't exactly recall, but like the curing process for Briar and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Throughout right. the whole process, like the curing is, it's become, the process has become very good and mm-hmm. there's not many blocks of Briar that aren't cured very well, but mm-hmm. every now and then one could be cured for, you know, however long it's, it's been sitting around for 20 years. It's all the moisture is gone or what, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the artisan will, will, you know, can talk about it better, but sometimes it just doesn't smoke well. And that's like, it's such a weird, like a weird concept, especially when we have these pieces that cost a lot of money, especially an artisan one. It's mm-hmm. perfect in terms of the design. Everything is great. And yeah, something, something about it. Yeah. Cause an artisan isn't going to smoke the pipe first to see if it yeah. works. <laughs> You know, they're, <laughs> they're secretly, they're not going to admit it, but they're secretly going to draw from it to make sure that it does and yeah. they'll sanitize it. But yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what the, what the heck's going on with this particular pipe, but it, it looks great. Doesn't smoke great yet. I just, I, I really do feel yeah. like it's a me thing. I just got to figure out how to, what I'll do is I'll probably sit down this weekend and maybe do like a Jeremy Reeves packing method. Yeah. Talking our really, pipe smoking masterclass on yeah. YouTube, youtube.com slash get piped. I still get so much positive feedback from that video and it's awesome. I really enjoy hearing folks being like, this changed my life. This is the only Dude, way I pack. Yes. I don't think it's not the only, it's the last way I pack just because of time. Yeah. But oh, yeah. It is a great tool. Then I get a lot of people though who are like, this takes just way pack. too time. Just, just pack fill and stuff. I'm like, bro, do you hate fun? It's yeah. fun. Like, do you watch a documentary on law and then you're like, oh, now I got to go be a lawyer. You know, you could watch something <laughs> and not, you know, subscribe to its, you know yeah. contents geez and like and i don't even think in the video you were like you need to do this every time you're like mm-hmm. no this is for this is for a I special think I moment said, yeah yeah this is for a special occasion special moment to be like all right i have enough time i'm sitting down i have you know and it's not even a lot of time it's what oh no minutes? no and that, yeah it, it goes your packing goes from you know a minute minute and a half to maybe 10 Maybe. maybe that's if maybe. you're letting it sit out a while and exactly like, you're really you're massaging it you're really putting your tea with it. on you, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. you're, you're getting your coffee ready whatever it is yeah Dude, that's i always because i see the comments on those videos and whenever i see one for that it's like just dip your pipe in the bag and pull out the tobacco yeah, exactly and i'm just like you're, you're missing the point like exactly there's yeah it, it, i get like pipe as your please pipe as you please and like i'll stand to that i agree with that guy to a certain point but at the same time understand that there is a time and place for this sort of stuff as mm-hmm. well like you'll and the other part of it like these youtube videos right it's not like a it's not a a what's the like a research paper it's not a argument an argumentative yeah. paper where i'm trying to convince that this is the correct way it's just a way yeah. and that's the best and a way yeah there we go a way but well, speaking of speaking of uh, sticking your pipe into a bag and you know loading it up, underrated. Mm. I'm, I think we've done this. I think someone has asked this on the uh, the overrated underrated segment. I'm not going to okay. wait until it comes up. It's just been on my mind. Very underrated pouch tobacco. Oh. Now, is the tobacco within the pouch overrated underrated? 
that's for a different conversation. <laughs> but the actual idea of the pouch tobacco, which I used to, I'm pretty sure on this this show, I have kind of knocked on a little bit, that's thinking, fair. you know, the tins are just so much cooler. And, and I, of course they are, but there's something cool and there's something nostalgic about a pouch of pipe tobacco. Now, I've never, none of us here listening have smoked pipes when they were only coming out in pouches, but there was a time yeah. when, you know, it was a big, long square tin or it was a pouch right now. We're kind of in the days where, you know, the, the biscuity style circle tins are, have, have kind of made mm-hmm. their way into, you know, the mainstream. And yeah, I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe there might be, we do have some very, very older listeners shout out to you guys, but yes. the, the, my point is the pouch is pretty cool, man. I was smoking some five, five brothers, another tobacco we've talked about, I think in a pipe dreams, and it's like a burly. It's 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 what you it's a burly. <laughs> it's a burly. It is. But the coolest part about it is it's shag cut. And every wow. time I open a shag cut tobacco, I just have so much fun with it. It's it's a little bit harder, also easier to smoke and pack. It's like both hard and easy. Hard because there's a little bit of a, a trick to to understanding how much you got to put in there, how much you got to pack, and you can really kind of stuff this one easier because it also burns really easy right so whether you pack it very lightly or poorly or improperly it will still burn and you're still going to get that smoke but in order to capitalize on the the nuances of a a, a shag you will have to kind of know how to pack it but either way man it's fun i was i was really enjoying this blend mm. um yeah they're the some of the folks at the galactic get pipe pipe club are big in on the shag cuts and the five brothers and we were having, having a really good conversation about it but I was just like, yeah, man, this is this is underrated. I I love the idea of the pouch, ignoring the tobacco itself. It was just, it was cool to pull it out of my console and not worry about it, and not worry that it needed to be in a jar. Is it dry as hell? Probably, but 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 with Who these, cares? exactly with these with these pouches, there's typically some kind of an additive to keep it going a little right. bit longer. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's just always fun, man. I just felt like a felt like a pipe smoker, like a <laughs> old grizzled pipe smoker when I was you know, forking it out of the bag. I love just the shack cuts. I've, I've never actually don't have any here, but I have, I have the tobacco from Jim at Emerson Southern Forge, which is very thin. Uh, but just, I love. Wait, is it a shag or? It's, I d- no, it wouldn't be considered a shack, but it's just very thinly cut. So it does not look like a penny farthing or anything like that. But I just love, I don't know, I love looking at it. It's like little tumbleweeds. It's just cool because no tobacco that I have is really like that. So it's, yeah, when I, when I, when I first saw Shag, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so different. This is so mm-hmm. different than anything I had ever seen. So yeah, it was pretty cool. But what else we got, man? I, uh, I heard we got a, a little gift in from the community. Which yeah, we still need I've a had, PO box. We'll, we'll I know we've had actually several folks reach out saying we need one, and I, I would love. I mean, we're we're totally open to you know receiving things and talking about it on the show, man. And helps you, helps me. This one doesn't really help uh, our good friend Dustin because he's actually not trying to sell these yeah. until ten thousand members come and say now. Uh, now Dustin reached out to us on email, and and thanks so much for one being a listener, uh, and two for for going out of your way to kind of make the suggestion. He is big into I don't, know, I don't know if he's an engineer or if he's just having fun with a 3d printer but he said he was messing around with a a design for a pipe holder because he knows i'm so, so much of a, a commuter pipe smoker now my current method is when i smoke my pipe in my car it's i'm clenching it the whole time but there's many times where 
throughout the day, throughout a drive, you do have to put a pipe down. And that just kind of goes into like my the little area above the shift. You know, it's just like this little center <laughs> console kind of thing. You take one and turn and it whoop. Yeah, exactly. And uh, a lot of these new cars, I got like a newer Kia. You guys have heard about the old Kia Sportage. Kia, I love this car. Yeah. But in that spot, it's where you're, it's like an, a wireless phone charger. Oh, yeah. So the intent is you put your phone down there and it charges. Not super great, but just enough, right? But mine's just covered in pipe tobacco and ash and dawdle and all this BS. And it's probably ruined forever because I didn't have something like this. And the thing I'm holding right now is something that, that Dustin had kind of designed. And it's really sweet, man. It's just it's basically a, a pipe holder that fits into a cup holder. Now, the coolest part about it, in my opinion, is the bottom. If you can hear me swirling it around, there is a glass jar that he included, uh, a mini one, a very mini mason ball jar with the cap that would, you would typically twist over the ball jar, uh, glued CNC'd into place. That's not the right CNC. word, but that sounded right, like I, when I see this, I'm like CNC something, something. It, yeah, something. it looks very nice. It's it's in the actual 3D print. Um, yeah so you, i don't know how the hell that worked but yeah I, i'm not even gonna try to pull it out but it's super cool and then yeah so if i wanted to put some tobacco in there maybe some some shag cut from a you know a pouch tobacco that it didn't want to dry i could totally put it in there and that is what's going to hold this this pipe holder into place that's that glass is going to be the substitute for the cup uh, and on the top though there's of course a i'm not great at describing things but there's a place for the pipe also, a couple slots for maybe a lighter, maybe a, a pipe tamper, maybe a pipe nail, something like that. And yeah, it's just cool. And he did he did make it in the 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 iconic get piped orange. So now I can use this as a warning signal, uh, or I can just have it in my car uh, just to, to <laughs> put hold it my pipes. But your car breaks down, put it out back so people can can see it. Yeah, exactly. It's like no, it's a great color for like social media and stuff. But when you get things, it's like. Are you a hunter? Like, what is what's yeah, going on? yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, this is badass, man. I'm, thank you so much for for sending this to us. We got two of them. I think yep. because producer guy will very likely never be a computer pipe smoker. I think we'll probably incorporate one in a giveaway. The reason why yeah. we want to do a giveaway is because at the current time, Dustin had mentioned that he's not really trying to sell them. You know, this is more just like a fun gig. Doesn't necessarily have a website. We did it offer to post the. The CAD drawing. I'm just there, making there words up that come up with engineering. The, yeah, there's like, it's it's the social media for 3D printing. Basically, yeah. people, it, you put it up and you can grab it. I don't have the exact website, what it's called. But basically, uh, we can post that in our podcast references on our Discord. So if I know there's a few people actually in the Discord who have 3D printers. So yeah. if you want to grab that, um, we'll do that and... Yeah, I, th I think this is a really cool thing uh, that Dustin has done. Again, I'm not necessarily a commuter pipe smoker, but I can't wait to to check it out when Adam comes up here in actually just about a week's time, which is pretty yeah. pretty exciting. So, yeah, man, thanks thanks so much, Dustin. And uh, yeah, for for those of you who want to um, reach out to him, I don't know how you'll do that, but we'll we'll post in the Discord kind of this design, and you can use it from there. Oh yeah. Yeah, well, dude, I'm excited to to meet up here soon. Uh, it's there's there's a lot of cool things coming up. I've just been, dude, I've just been a pipe guy. I was actually pulling into work with uh, this morning, and I had a had a bowl in the old mouth, the old clencheroo, and I pulled in, and there's this airborne soldier walking towards me, 
airborne because he's wearing his red hat. I'm no longer in the 82nd, but I'm still on Fort Bragg or now Fort Liberty. And so he comes up to me and he's like, hey, what are you smoking? And I was like, oh, gosh, does this guy think I'm like smoking a doobie or something and driving? A and I, was doobie. Like, I, was like, I was like, oh, hey, chief, uh, it's a pipe. You ever heard of pipe smoking? He's like, of course I have. I have I'm a big pipe guy. I'm like, dude, hey. no, you're not, because I'm a big pipe guy. And uh, we had a great <laughs> conversation. I got out of the car and we were chatting. And he's like, yeah, yeah, what are you actually smoking? And I was like, oh, like an English blend. He's like, yeah, you know, I love Latakia. Like, he knew. He I was knew. like, damn, you know. And uh, so I showed him the blend. And he's like, yeah, I, I used to go to this place in Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, my father would go there. It was called, like, something, something, something or other, pipes and stuff. And I think it's actually a pretty sweet location. I just don't know it. And... Yeah, he's like, I, I've gotten several pipes there. I've gotten estate pipes there. Like, he used the term estate. I was like, man, you hey. are a pipe guy. He's like, yeah, they used to sell Frog Morton. And I was like, whoa, dude. And I was just blown away. Because normally your pipe interaction, your pipe encounter is, yeah, I have a corn cob. Or like, my, yeah, my buddy had a, you know, Mearsham pipe. So it was cool to kind of chop it up with old chief over there uh, right before I headed into work. And I was like, I was getting giddy. I almost, I almost spilled the beans. I was like, listen to the get by podcast. Yeah, listen to me. Listen to me. I, I wasn't going to do that, but uh, I was, I was close to, I guess he was like a big runner now. He's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't, I haven't been smoking too, too much anymore. Cause I'm big into running and I don't want to ruin that. I'm like, dude, I ran, I was running half, half marathon the Tuesday, other day, you know, pipe on the way to work. It's not going to affect it, but uh, hopefully, hopefully I'll meet him at the, local location down here at some point maybe I, I didn't get his number or anything but it was just kind of cool you know i just i love a good opportunity to meet with someone who's not necessarily in the pipe community that is a pipe smoker you know because right. because we're in the pipe community i'm always conversing with those people but it's always very special to see a rando out there just a, a just a guy enjoying the pipes man really, really maybe love that. maybe he is in the pipe community we just don't know maybe he's like He's in the Discord. What if he was like, what if he was just like, yeah, man, I listened to this one kid, who, you know, pipe smoker, you know, he's actually in the army too. That's that would have been crazy. <laughs> I would have been like, whoa, that's whoa. interesting. I wouldn't have what's, said anything. I probably would have. <laughs> yeah, what? Who's that? Okay. You're like covering my up your name. On my, your name. Yeah, my name's <laughs> on my uniform. <laughs> hmm. Oh man, that's good. Yeah, but I'm, uh. I'm excited to get in this episode. I really am, man. But there are a couple, two more, two more real big things kind of we want to talk about. And uh, I think the first one is, is sort of tragedy. I, I'll call it that. That happened to uh, Janos over in, in Cyprus, Janos Kokonos. He had his, um, his whole shop broken into. And from what I read on his, his posts and everything, like 12,000 euros worth of merchandise and equipment. I think 15, yeah. 15, which is 17 to 18,000 or more US dollars yeah, of, more. of stuff taken from his shop and ruined, whatever it may be. I believe his car was broken into. Um, so that's a huge tragedy for the pipe community because uh, I don't know if everyone knows who Janos is, but he is a very prolific pipe maker and has been for decades at this point and has made thousands of pipes. I think multiple thousands of pipes. At I this have point. no idea, but he's, he's always crushing. Yeah. Crushing. There's always something new kind of coming every day. And yep. People love them. Right. So if you don't know, yep. Janos is kind of the guy where if you aren't 
super into artisan pipes and you see one of his pipes fully transparent you're like whoa that is an interesting piece of equipment yeah but once you meet the guy and you see the like the creations the 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 artistry behind it his heart it's it's fascinating man and and you really buy in and and both of us have owned you know yano's pieces we've you you had a commission Uh, I, I I purchased one right after you commissioned yours, and dude, he's just he's just a freaking sweetheart. You can go back and listen to some of our other What's Up and Smokes, where we've met him many times at other shows, mm-hmm. and it's just he's just a special guy. And for yeah, everything to be taken, literally everything, you know, like his the the chucks on his 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 lathe, all of the pipes he had in stock yeah. that he was really trying to sell. Of course, his car was shattered and windows were broken, so. He's in a tough spot, right? That was his living. Making pipes was his living. Yeah. And now Still he has is. no means to make the pipes. He has no means to sell anything. Uh, it's 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 pretty horrible. So what we want to do is we want to assist in a little ongoing community project uh, that's being hosted by Mad Pipes. That's Richard Madley over at uh, Mad Pipes, M-A-D. He's a restorer, pipe restorer, and he's also a, a rookie pipe maker. But... He makes some good, uh, like some some of the pictures he posted. I very much like them. Yeah, no, absolutely. So rookie's not rookie's just new in years, not necessarily. Yeah, he's he's a he's just started making pipes. Yeah. Uh, alongside him will be redeemed pipes. Uh, you know, one of our good friends, Ben Smith, and then MBSD pipes, another one of our good friends, uh, who's a small scale uh, pipe pipe seller. Uh, for, you know, talking a little small retail shop, uh, not physical but online presence. MBSD pipes, Mitchell, good friend of ours. Uh, the three of them are trying to do something about this. And the the thing they came up with, which we're big on board with, is doing a raffle. Now, in order to build this raffle up, uh, we would like to make it massive and then sell the raffle tickets to make funds and then transfer those funds over to Janos at no cost to him, at no, uh, no exchange at all. Just we're just trying to help uh, rally the community. And this right. is one of the great things about the pipe community is that we can do this. So if you are interested, if you have any pipes uh estate or new things you don't smoke anymore uh pr- preferably things that have general value right like i wouldn't i wouldn't ask you to send i'd actually ask you to not send you know beat a up corn, corn cobs or anything <laughs> or maybe like a broken mirror right we want things that have value that could increase the desire to purchase a raffle ticket but any pipes potentially sealed rare tobaccos uh anything if you have something that you'd like to send and donate really just donate to this cause uh you can get in contact with richard madley of mad pipes you can find him on instagram if that's a little bit too much you could reach out to us and then we'll get you in contact with him or we can do you know a one one to one yeah. two to two kind of thing uh but essentially once once this collection is is grown there'll be some several i would imagine raffles to to contribute to this and it's it's tough man we want to be we want to be as supportive as we can. Uh, this is this is going to be a really tough one. If again, if you guys are listening way way in the future, we're talking episode you know three hundred twenty one. Uh, hopefully things are different. Hopefully he's back at he's crushing it and he's on pipe number ten thousand and it's just as crazy as the last and everyone's yeah. uh, enjoying it and he's he's living his life down there in Cyprus uh, safe safe and uh, you know free of uh, theft and thievery. For sure. So yeah, again, if you want to reach out to us instead, we'll we'll get you in the right direction. Show at getpipe.co. That's dot C O. 
and we'll be able to provide you all the information that you need to to help Janos out and help out this cause. But on we'll we'll end this smoking and joking on a a good note, something positive that is happening. We mentioned it briefly last week. Well, not briefly. We talked about it for a bit, but we are having a meetup on Saturday, February 3rd from 3 to 6 p.m. at the Sutla Factory. This is 600 Purdue Avenue in Richmond, Virginia. Come on down and uh, come hang with, unfortunately, not us. Uh, I will not be able to be there. The the things that we had hoped to fall into place last week have not, unfortunately, but that's okay. So hang out with Adam and uh, the Sutla folks. Smoke and joke. Do a little try before you buy. We got micro batch. We're talking Blackthorn Shillelagh. I said it right this time. Hell yeah. Being released on February 6th and Pipe Force Episode 1 being released on February 13th. So do that. It'll be a great time. I am going to be very sad that I won't be there, uh, but just got some some stuff that needs to be done. And yeah, I'm, I'm it, it's going to be great. We're, we're actually going to be up there on that Friday, uh, just, you know, a little, little inside doing a little bat, battle of the briar film in there. So that is going yeah. to be great. Uh, working with those folks, the folks at Sutliff and tobacco pipes and everything in between. So again, Saturday, February 3rd from three to 6 PM. That is at the Sutliff factory. Be there, bring your pipes, bring your tobacco. I mean, maybe not too much of it. I think there'll be some there and, uh, Get ready for a great time. Yeah, uh, I am wicked excited, man. Come out to the Sutliff event. Should be really, really fun. We will have an absolute blast. More on that as we post on our social media. That's something I've been wanting to get a little bit better at is, yeah. is posting these events as opposed to just talking about it on the, the, the pod. Because you're thinking, oh, hell yeah, that sounds cool. And then you listen to us babble for another you know, three hours and then you <laughs> might forget about it. So we're going to try to be a little bit more proactive on the social media fronts, but solid meetup will be an absolute blast and I'm so excited and I can't wait. Heck yeah. Well, thank you all for smoking and joking with us. And of course, for your support of this podcast, you guys blow us out of the water. Thank you so much. There's some monetary ways to support us. You can go to get, uh, getpipe.co for some merch there's our buy around club you can do that but you can also support us by doing some more reviews more ratings apple Podcasts, you're still a little behind got to catch up on the ratings front but we had another phenomenal review this week from aiden duval he says adam and nick of get piped are true entertainers i never get bored or zone out while listening on long drives for work unlike other po- pipe podcasts i tried for a while Cue Brian Levine punching the air. (laughs) (laughs) Did he write that? (laughs) He wrote that. Uh, Absolutely no hate towards him. It's just nice to relate to younger pipers and have a change in segments. Not everything in the show is about pipes, and I appreciate learning about new topics. Never a dull moment listening to these two go back and forth. Aside from the uh, podcast, these guys have started a community of like-minded individuals and created a -a one-of-a-kind tobacco that I treasure. Oh, so we've got some earthen dreams in there. Everyone involved, Damn. yeah. Everyone involved with Get Piped is caring and generous, and I can thank the boys enough. Cannot thank the boys enough for everything they've done for us. Dang, Aiden, that was a goat. Greatest of all time review. Thank you so much for that. 
that's that's a great way to support us. Keep keep sending that our way. We're, we're going to be talking about them. We won't have a specific segment to 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 talk about all the reviews, but you know, every week I'll kind of mention one. So keep them coming if you want to be on the podcast. It's a great way to support. Also, you can follow us so you get notified every week at four a.m. You can also share the podcast. The, those, you know, you get a lot of you did it through text. You can do it through the Discord. You can do it. Wherever, you know, however, whatever social media, WhatsApp, I don't know many people that use that in the US, but hey, why not? So do that, helps us out. Thank you. But we've got a great show planned this week with another edition of What's Up in Smoke. And following our primary topic, we'll get into a little bit of over under, which we haven't done in a while, and move right into some this or that. Hell yes. Big thanks to the producer guy for the producer guy things. Now, before we move into our primary topic, I want to remind you to take a deep breath, savor this moment, kindle your flame, and pipe as you please. got a little bit of what's up in smoke and the great thing about this episode is i'm gonna be hearing it like you guys for the first time too and uh our what's up in smoke series is where we kind of break down not kind of where we break down and talk about pipe shows and you know events big events that are happening in the pipe smoking community most of them on the get pipe podcast have been related to pipe shows pipe meetups uh, I know we had one. Adam went to Montana. And yeah, got after I it. wish we could. I change wish I that. could go back and change that. To be honest, <laughs> we probably can. You know, yeah. we we no. can. I can I mean, change it. What would we change? I can just change the title. I don't know. What would we change it to? What's up in Montana? That would be a better title, I guess. But yeah, but that was not a pipe event. So this the, <laughs> since then we've made it to to all the piping yeah. events within the community. <laughs> this is. This is correct. So we, we talk about them. We break them down. We do a little gabussing, good, bad, ugly, special. And the the new one is the N, which is knees improvement. And typically, I shouldn't say typically, we've kind of uh, revised this good, bad, ugly, special knees improvement stuff as we've gone along. And w- the reason being is that the ugly, that has a very ugly connotation to it and they're you know if there's ugly then we'll we'll talk about it um you know q q case in point was our chicago show episode and uh, i I think with that we've kind of wanted to uh really focus our uh, discussions on this sort of stuff and and really make it productive and not just complaining Mm -hmm. or anything like that so you know, if you're if you're kind of starting this, you can go back to listen to that episode, and um, you know, we'll we'll say up front we were uh, pretty strong in our critiques and everything like that. But we we back it, you know, at this point we want to back it up with um, facts and, and ways to improve. Or yeah, as Adam I mean, says, you know, we're not. Um, what what do you say? We're problem. Yeah, we problem don't want to be problem identifiers. We yeah. want to be problem solvers. So, exactly. Yeah, to, just to kind of going off of that point, right? I felt like there was there was something wrong with setting up the show. So we were all like, there's one good thing and then two not good things because good, bad, ugly was the title of the great film. Yeah. <laughs> so it just, 
it set us up for not as much success as I wanted to. So right. what we've ne- you'll now find and you'll notice in the last episode of the What's Up and Smoke, whatever it happened to be, or maybe the last two, we've kind of revised it to where the 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 bad and the ugly are less bad and ugly, and they're more you know just kind of blundery things. And you'll see yeah. in this episode. But I felt like there were still that we're like we're not going to be all happy go lucky, right? If there is something that I think could be improved, uh, which I do think in the, the sh- we provided some very valuable feedback that Chicago was taken to heart. And I just, I wish there was, I don't know if I regret, I don't regret doing the episode. I just wish we had done it a little bit different uh, just because of the context, right? The, the two poor categories, but that's why we added the special. So good, bad, ugly special where we could talk, we could end it on more of a positive note. Uh, but, but I really want to change this. And this is kind of definitive moving. Now the GBU is going to be generally the bad and the uglies is really going to be, about other people who did wrong or us. And then we added the special for things that are very, very special to keep it lighthearted. And then we added an end for maybe needs improvement. And that will be, that will be our opportunity to be a little bit more constructive and, you know, present potential things that we thought weren't as great and could be right. great moving forward. And so in retrospect, if we were to make this episode right now about the 2023 Chicago pipe show, all of the ugly things and most of the bad things would probably be in the needs improvement. And I will say that that was a long list again, because we were filling a already pre-established title from a film, good, bad, ugly. Good, bad, (laughs) So I, it it had us reaching to find problems and I didn't like that, even though all of those things, again, we were were truthful. I didn't feel like we were necessarily just complaining. Uh, I thought, I thought we were providing some kind of value However, again, the context may have been, it was not as awesome, right? And especially right. with the, you know, the, the one thing, the major thing we addressed, they addressed, they fixed, we corrected, they corrected kind of thing and, and everything's good to go. But that's what we're going to be doing moving forward. Hopefully no changes. Worst one of all time, though, will be the first time where I went to Montana and somehow thought that was a major pipe smoking event, even though it's just me. <laughs> Let's get into this one, man. This, we're going to yes. be talking today about the, the Smitty's event this will be the third smitty cigar pipe wow. showy pipe meetup pipe event and it's been it's been cool it's been great to see i'm very fortunate to be to have gone to all three and to see the evolution and i'm really excited for this july one when we go to the fourth one and then maybe the fifth one and next january and we like to see this uh this cycle and how this show continues to grow but this one is a a really like a pipe meetup it had kind of pipe show to attach to its name there was a right. showing of pipes for sure but it was like a real meetup uh, a real big small meetup kind of thing where we right. all came together and, and just hung out and smoke now as i relate back to this whole idea of reforming the topics like i said moving forward we're going to keep this format but i believe in the last smitty's event we we foregoed the uh the the what's foregoed that doesn't forewent <laughs> We for foregone, forewent, for passed by. We got rid of. We well, we just kind of jumped over the fence. We yeah. we went around the. We we took the deep. Basically, we got rid of the idea for that particular episode of doing the good, bad, ugly. We we then also said that would only be reserved for major shows. That that that's not right. Yeah, we will we will not be doing that uh, moving forward. Everything's hey, going to be same. We're going to keep that continuity. Guess what? And we're we're learning and we're growing too. J- yeah, this. just just like <laughs> I'm seeing the evolution of Smitty's events, you guys are seeing the evolution of what's up and cool. smoke, baby. 
So yeah, just as cool as I thought that was, you guys can think this is as cool. But yeah. uh, so, but again, so that's why you're hearing maybe this isn't a pipe show. Why are we? Why are we doing? You know this this full thing that you said a few hundred episodes, fifty episodes, sixty episodes ago, or whatever. You, you weren't going to do it, but we are now. Uh, so so that was kind of the idea, right? So it was this little event, and then there was a little seminar, which we might get into in just a bit. But I think I think we'll get into it, man. I think we'll like kind of dive deep. Uh, the God best way it. to do it is probably to set the stage for you. Uh, there's there's a couple elements to this. Let's let's talk about travel. And it was pretty simple. I had a five and a half hour drive. It was beautiful out. The sun was shining. the The tank was clean. The tank was clean. Uh, Finding Nemo reference, if you got it. Ah. And um, so it was great. It was a great drive. I left uh, kind of early in the morning. Actually, I did get pulled to do some work. Uh, this is a Friday. I did take Friday off, but I had, I had some things I had to get to. Uh, so the the cost here was I wasn't able to attend a mini meetup, a mini pre-meetup at Stephen Cashwell's house, artisan mm. pipemaker Stephen Cashwell. I was going to do some film stuff, kind of take some videos, some photos, get to see some pipe makers having fun making pipes. Because of this, I didn't get out of the house until probably 1030-ish, and Dang. it was a five and a half hour drive. It just didn't work out. So what that did afford me, though, was the opportunity to go right to my hotel, kind of chill out for an hour or two uh, before uh, we had a dinner. Uh, so so that was uh, kind of the Friday-ish, right? I wasn't able to get to Smitty's to hang out long, uh, just pretty much wanted to go to my hotel, kind of rest after being in the car for a long time. Uh, and then we went to this dinner. So this dinner was really awesome. It was basically, it was, this was put on by uh, the wonderful, you know, owners and, and managers and workers. You know, they are all of those things, uh, Rob and Don over at, at Smitty Cigar. And they wanted to take out some of the artisans and some of the, the vendors and, and me, which was pretty cool uh, that I got included in that. I was selling nothing, just <laughs> the hype, you know, for free. But we they, we were able to go over to this wonderful place in in Gainesville, which was pretty cool, and just crush some good quality food. It was like a very farm to table. This is the place you walk into, and you're just like farm to table. Like farm you, know, you might not even know what that means, but that's what I was getting farm to table. Where's the farm at? Because that's the table. You know what <laughs> I mean? And it was like this five course pre planned meal where they had this one chef like this wasn't really even a restaurant like it had literally one table for all of us so it was like a butcher and they had a chef who had dual had it he worked at another restaurant but he could also you know prepare there and, and cook there it was a very fascinating thing and it was like paired with wine as well and i'm not a big wine guy other than deep deep red wine which made for an interesting you know first four glasses of wine as i had one baby sip and was like Ugh. But but it was it was quite a, a memorable experience, man. Like some some really really good food, uh, which which was just awesome to share and hang with some good friends, some some new pipe makers that I've met, particularly Reed Robertson. He was sitting next to me, and uh, yeah, it was just great, man. It was it was fun to kind of enjoy some food, you know, after a long day of, of travel, and and of course that was all put on by. The folks over there at Smitty's, Rob and Don, which was just so kind, and I, I really do value that. It, it was something. It set us off on the right foot, at least us uh, folks who'd be there, you know, pretty much all day and hanging out. Because, because another thing is, while I wasn't a vendor, I was very much promoting the show. I wanted you guys to come, and I was so happy to meet some of you, which we'll talk about. But I was going to be there from start to finish. I wasn't like, oh, hey, come hang out. I might be there. You might catch me for an hour. You know, I, w I was like going to be there in case people wanted to, 
you know, chat at any point in time. So I needed that meal. You know, let's just say that I needed that meal for what was to come the next day. And we'll talk about that in just a moment as well. But when it comes to the show day, this was on Saturday. This is the primary day of the event, right? This is really the focus of the event. The shop opens up at 10, but the event wouldn't start until noon, which really means the event started at 10 because everyone was, was crawling in the place as soon as they opened the doors. And it was just, it was great to kind of see. Uh, and I'll talk about that as well. I got there a little bit later than 10, uh, which I was a little bit bummed about, but I was f- making the final touches on this little presentation that I've been t- chatting about on, on the last few episodes of the podcast. But, but from what I heard, people were just flowing in and it was a really, really great opening at 10 a.m. People wanted to suck down some beers and, and smoke some pipes and cigars. But as we finish the setting the stage, the event itself, let's talk about the layout. Uh, so if you're not familiar with one of the coolest places in the US of A, it's Smitty Cigars, right? You walk into the strip mall, pretty much, and you would think nothing inside this building is going to be cool until you see it and you look inside and it's this most beautiful freaking event room. Uh, it's just a, a lounge. It's a lounge where there's dark walls. There's a lot of Edison light bulbs. You guys know I'm big on those. It just had this very art- artistic and uh, speakeasy feel to it. And it's just, it's just a wonderful little location. And of course they got a bar, which is really awesome for people who drink Everyone. and don't drink. Exactly. Like that is a win for the pipe smoker and the cigar smoker. Uh, but but when you walk in, though, you had uh, the the all the show floorees, I guess the, the, the vendors on the right. And there's probably four or five tables worth of vendors. And then you, you had the freedom to sit down in a very comfortable leather chair, go to the bar in the back or just kind of intermingle wherever. Stand, smoke, sit, smoke, stand, drink, sit, drink, talk, drink, talk, smoke, artisan buy. <laughs> artisan eat. smoke eat you know you could do it all it was it was a really great little uh space and i wouldn't say it's huge but it's it's bigger than most lounges i've, I've been oh to. yeah for sure and and so when it comes to the events in order as we finalize the stage setting it was the of course the pipe show that we've been talking about this this showing of artisan pipes uh five or six tables worth with a couple other artisans which we've talked about uh, we're talking our leather workers we're talking our furniture workers uh, the the wood pipe furniture workers, uh, and, and then it went into uh, like a coffee. We had a little coffee break, even though they were still selling pipes. We had some lunch. Uh, there was a little bit of a tamper exchange, which was pretty cool. You basically went and grabbed a tamper from your car, or you brought one, or whatever. You threw it into a bag, and you could grab another one out of there. It was oh. this big magical bag. You put one, you take one. It was is really cool. So you could get something really cool, or maybe you get something really lame. But it seemed like everybody was pulling some really cool stuff. Uh, next, we had the slow smoke competition to kind of round off the night, bring us towards the end of this uh, long day of smoking and joking. And then finally, I concluded it off with a little bit of a, a Peterson seminar. And, hey. and that brought us from, you know, noon all the way to, you know, 637, uh, probably probably closer to 7 p.m. And the the floor would stay open while there was no pipes being sold. You could still hang out. You could still smoke. It was still a lounge. People from the local populace were still coming in to crush beers and smoke cigars it was just great they they didn't end up closing until probably 10 10 30 ish uh which they they planned to and then you know the, the event ended and the best part about that is it ends on a high note like it, mm. it naturally kind of ends but what i found with some of the bigger pipe shows that say they end at 5 p.m on a sunday 
people start to leave early, but because this was a Saturday, there was no definite ending until the very, very end when everyone was just leaving. It's like, okay, time to close up. Uh, it had getting started to thin out after the the Peterson seminar, but that was like the last event, right? I found like one of my complaints of other pipe shows, and this isn't to the the, the host. This is just to you know, How, human nature. Yeah, yeah. Like I got to go to work on people Monday, have flights. So, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna start leaving before the before the event's actually over. But that was that was it, man. So the big question as we move into our acquisitions: Did I stick to my word? For the past couple of weeks, I've been talking about how I was not going to purchase a smoking pipe, particularly from, I mean, an artisan, right? There's artisan pipes. And I was like, I just, I just can't do it. My best friends, my pipe makers are there, but I can't do it. I need to, I need to be good on myself. I need to go at least one month without buying a damn pipe or at least going to a vent and, and not feeling like I have to. Did I adhere to the goal? I've not told you. Do you know? I, I've not posted anything. I've not. Actually, maybe. Did I tell you? No, you didn't tell me, but I'm going to say you've been strong lately on things. So I'm going to say you adhere to your goal. I mostly adhere to my goal. Yes. Oh, mostly. <laughs> Whoa. You can't just mostly <laughs> adhere know, to right? this sort of thing. So uh, what'd you get? What'd you, what'd you get? So I got three pipes, two rare tobaccos, and something nine hundred dollars in credit card debt. <laughs> something in BG Woodworks. <laughs> no, so I I did not buy an artisan pipe, man, and I I'm very proud of that. It had nothing to do with like I guess at the end of the day, it's like I'm I'm saying that as if I got a pipe furniture or a wallet mm. or a new leather bag or a factory pipe, and I kind of did, but but my point is I I. Th- Mostly stuck to my goal. And the reason why I say that is because as I prepped for this Peterson presentation, I, I studied long from the articles of smoking pipes, from the books from Mark Irwin, from various articles online, from my own kind of notes that I used to have on some of like the pipes I owned, some of the peats I owned, some of the conversations I've had with people that I bought rare peats from, articles or, or excerpts written on uh, eBay from past sales. And then of course, any conversation I had from, from Glenn Whelan and, and emails I had sent to Peterson over the days. Uh, so I, I was very Peterson inclined and the whole point of this was right. Like I, I give this presentation and then there were some Peterson's that Smitty's was selling that you could oh. purchase so it was a way to help support Smitty's because they're they're not making you know they're they're just having us come in there they're buying us dinner they're that's is probably like a net loss for the folks who run Smitty's and they probably they will admit that but they don't want to make that known but that's that's who they are right they're just good people man and I was like this would be great if you guys had some Petersons in your your cabinet that could be purchased so that's what happened and I was I felt to my own ploy. I hyped mm-hmm. myself up on my own presentation and I wanted to buy a couple pipes. So there was actually two, I actually got two very, very rare Peterson pipes. And let me tell you how it gets mostly because you would argue if I bought those two pipes, it's wrong, I'm done, it's over. Okay. But I got these pipes and the total cost for a bent Meerschaum system pipe, very rare, in very wow. good condition, was like $180-ish, Pretty solid deal. I probably could have mil- they could have milked that on eBay for probably two twenty five ish. You know, I mean, it would have taken a while. Would have sat there for a bit, but that's probably what they could get. And then I also got a nineteen ninety eight, the very first year of St. Patrick's Day smoking pipes. 
from Peterson. The well, very first edition, and I, you guys have known, I've talked many times how I don't, I'm not big into the the release. I, I'm big into appreciating that they do a, a holiday release for, we're talking the Christmas, the, the they used to do a 4th of July, which they're now, now kind of doing Carol of Carrollton, Halloween, all of these other things, St. Patrick's Day, blah, 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 blah. I love that. But what does Halloween 2014 mean to me? Nothing. So I just, yeah. I don't go for that particular pipe. And even if I love the shape and finish, because it's like now I have 2014, but what about 2015 and 2016? So I really never dabbled until Get Wife got me a, a Christmas pipe from Peterson, a 2022, I believe, which is wicked beautiful, maybe 2020 uh, as a gift. And that's kind of my only one. So this all goes to say, I was not into the acquiring these lines until I found this one, which was, these are some of these pipes were from Dave Shane's personal collection. And he basically was selling through Smitty's and Smitty's takes a, a significant cut and it's just a win-win for everyone there. All and right. this, uh, this was a 19 freaking 98 uh, St. Patrick's day pipe in a shape that they only made like one time. And it was for that release, uh, which is, it's super rare. This was a steal. And I told this to, to Dave, and he said, eh, yeah, whatever. I'm not going to smoke it. Someone else will, you know, go ahead, buy it. I know you're not going to post it on eBay, try to make $1,000 off of it. It's not worth $1,000, but it is quite rare. And I was, I, I needed this. I needed this freaking pipe, man. And I'm so happy I have it. It's, it's one of those ones where you get and you're just like, yes. And I will smoke it eventually, but it's in pretty much unsmoked condition. I gotta, I gotta shoot this. I gotta shoot an email of this to, to Mark Irwin, um, you know, the, the Peterson guy. And I think he'd, He'd really appreciate you know me sharing that with him, but this this kind of captured my idea of of this event where I was prepping for this this presentation and I was able to get this pipe. Uh, so so how did I mostly stick to it? One, I didn't get an artisan pipe like I said I wouldn't, <laughs> and I brought a couple extra goodies that I handed off to a good friend Ben Smith, uh, who was able to uh, I, I ended up getting about four hundred dollars worth <laughs> pipes. Uh, so I paid for those two pipes, had probably five to ten dollars to spare. And I left with that. Didn't, okay. didn't make, didn't make right. any extra purchases. Um, you know, it was it was an absolute win. Didn't didn't That's waste awesome. all my money on beers. because uh, Jim from Lazarus Pipes was very kind enough to to pick up a tab for me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Wow, no, that's I, a big I mean, tab for you, man. Well, it's funny at first I was like, well, maybe, maybe I should to get out before I bought these two pipes, I was like, maybe I should just drink four hundred dollars worth of of Guinness. So then it's like I'm getting these two pipes for free you know what i mean <laughs> i did well, not do that <laughs> that sounds like the gambling guy we always talk about yeah the, the gambling guy loves wakes up thinking so much about gambling so dude, i can't gambling. wait i'm literally shaking shaking seething in my seat ready to gamble um i, I funny enough i just got a, a text from stefan cash while i was recording live and he's really upset with me that i didn't offer one of the pipes that i sold to ben to him first that would have been cool because I would have made significantly more money. Uh, but the cool part is I get to, you know, support Ben Smith and, you know, I already have another pipe that I'm trying to snag from him. Uh, so I will is take Stephen that. L just there, gonna Stephen. Go, is he going to go buy it from Ben? He's like, probably, which then Ben will then give him like probably a little bit of a, a discount, you know, just because uh, I'm sure they work together. They're working together. Yeah. I they're mean, they live, too. Live exactly. Yeah. Cool man. But, uh, well, anyway, so so I felt yeah. I felt good about that man. I really did feel good about that. Love the that. two pipes are, you know, and then I it's funny. I had everyone knew at least, uh, you know, Jim from Lazarus Pipes and uh, Dave, of course, and and a couple other folks knew that 
those pipes, which were on my collection for the presentation, uh, were like, well, where'd you get this one? I was like, you wouldn't believe, you know, the, the guy in Dublin that I had to kick his ass for in order to get this pipe when I was there. It was really fun. Oh, that's awesome. I The thing I love about these What's Up in Smokes is like, this is news to me because in these events, we don't talk too much. And yeah. It, yeah. Even it's when a, you're there. It's a purposeful, it's a purposeful thing because like, yeah, man, I'm, I love this. So let's, let's hear about the, the gabussin, the good, the bad, the ugly, the special and the needs improvement. So uh, right, let's dive into this. Oh yeah, man. So there was a lot of good and that makes me very happy, right? So the good is just going to be true and true through and through. Good, good, good. First thing we got to talk about, as I kind of mentioned on was the dinner. While that alone was great. My my huge takeaway here was that it was local to Gainesville. And while I'm not partial to any location, it felt good to support. Like it just felt like Gainesville, Georgia is like the biggest city in the area. And it's like the smallest town ever. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's one of those because you're in the mountains of Georgia. Yeah. So this is kind of a hub. So for us to even support the that like we didn't drive 40 minutes to go to Atlanta or something that, that made me feel good. It felt good to support a local place. I'm supporting Smitty's, which is a local place. And it made me feel a part of Gainesville. It really did. And, and I don't know, I, I really appreciated that. And I will say of all the meals, I think there's like five, five little dishes, I guess of all the dishes. I think I had the best pork. Well, I definitely had the best pork of my life, dude. It was a pork mm. belly that was sous vide, oh. which if you don't know what sous vide is, it's basically you boil it, I guess. And that sounds horrible, but it's in like this bag or pressure bag or something. And then it's boiled. And the idea is you can get the perfect temperature because it's completely surrounded and all of the heat is the same kind of thing. And so this was being sous vide or sous vide. It was in a sous vide or sous vide station the Swedish station for like 15 hours, 15 hours worth of sous vide was going on with this pork. And it was this pork belly and the dish came out. It was a, a slice of pork belly on top, a slice of French toast. Right. Yep. And it had this barbecue balsamic -y, reduction -y glaze all over it. And the two looked identical. I almost couldn't tell which was which, but the, oh. the pork was on top directly on top of this this french toast and it was this pork french toast and man it was phenomenal it, it like phenomenal is not even a good word did it was they grow the, the french toast no farm to table farm pretty much i mean I'm, i'll be honest <laughs> I've, i was kind of I'm, I'm on this kind of diet where i don't eat many breads so i don't want i didn't want to be rude to the folks i didn't eat the I didn't eat the French toast, yeah, which looked like it would have been the best thing ever. So I gave it to, you know, my neighbor, my neighbor eater, uh, <laughs> who was sitting to my, actually, I think it was Jared Coles. He was, he was directly across oh, from me. Oh, that's awesome. If I, there was something that I couldn't eat, he would eat it. But so, but I had this pork belly, man, and it, it changed my life, man. It changed my life. It was probably the best meat I've ever had. The best Whoa. meat dish I've ever had in my entire life. That and that includes the $1,200 meal. That we had in Las Vegas at some state. <laughs> it was not plant. that much, but yes. But I remember it was being expensive, and it was, it was good. But expensive. it this was insane. The only, my only regret that it was so small because it was 
a very delicate process to make this wonderful delicious meal Dang. i would i could i could have eaten a thousand of those little slices but then yeah. that so now that, makes me so sad about that that meal we had because oh. <laughs> it was so good too man dude it was so good the drinks oh. and all that but that dude just pork like you don't think about like yeah. you'd uh, pork's well, that was the coolest part about this guy's like artistry as a chef is there was zero beef i i thought <sighs> for sure we were gonna have like a steak but the like next good, meal was a different type of you know pork meat really cut, and it was all very very good very mm. very good uh, pork's but a nothing sleeper man tops this one when you yeah when you can get good pork like a good bone-in pork chop or something like that mm. i have some pork mm. steaks i'm cooking tomorrow I've never made oh. that before so yeah, no. i don't really know what that is i don't either i'll let you know how it is when I'm that's done. good so <laughs> yeah so that was that was our first good right the dinner was just great best pork of my life yeah hey man if you're ever in gainesville georgia just know the best pork of your life might be there but it's like yeah it, it's an event base you probably can't go there and order it you could probably right. order the cut but i don't know if you're going to be as good as that iconic seven star michelin chef was i don't, I don't think, think there's actually seven there's stars. not no it's yeah, no. well there's three six wait what there's oh, five there more oh there's, yeah, there's five. five i was making a joke about six but when you said three it kind of ruined my joke oh. so well i was yeah, joking five. too obviously <laughs> 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 Uh, okay, so the next good man was uh, Smitty's as a venue. I I, I kind of hyped it up in the beginning here, and I won't I won't touch too too much on it. But but I want to clarify that the environment is not rustic. I am infamous oh. for using the term rustic to define speakeasy. Yeah, I don't know where I got that, but I just thought that's what rustic was. I remember in the summer, Rob hated that idea. Like we were we were Still chilling does. after the show. <laughs> he, <laughs> he still brings it, it up. <laughs> he brought it up. He's like. Hey man, you like grabbed you by the shoulders. Like we're not rustic. And I was. He taught <laughs> I me. Love it. He was like a father in that moment. He was. I learned he was. something. It was. I don't know. I still feel. I guess rustic is like old. It's no, definitely. No, no. So I guess. I bet. I bet if we Google rustic right now, it's going to be mm. like deer heads and like log cabin. <laughs> I'm looking uh, up rustic. Go right to images. Yeah, log cabin. I see wood yeah. as in like wood, wood cabiny. Yeah. Rustic relating to the countryside or rural. But here we go. Made in a plain and simple fashion. I feel like. Smitty's yeah, but this is, isn't plain and simple. Speakeasies yeah. are not plain and simple. They're elegant. Mm. They're, they're classy. They are. They're, they Maybe, have a dark yeah. hue to them. Yeah. Every rustic thing I'm seeing a lot of wood, but not like the right, not like pub wood, which right. you could argue pub wood could potentially transition to like that same rust uh that's see i almost said it again that same speakeasy <laughs> vibe uh, if, if that's yeah. what we're, we're going for but i'm seeing farm doors and yeah that's not mm. rustic at all so i'm learning okay. just i infamously at this point like i had said about how the las vegas pipe show lounge should be more rustic <laughs> he's like brian's like what do you want me to get a deer head that's exactly what rob was saying and so the, the uh. let's get let's clear it out here it is now on record moving forward. I now know what rustic means and I know what speakeasy refers to. And this venue is very beautiful. It's very speakeasy-esque. It's, mm. it's exactly elegant. how I designed. Yeah. I mean, elegant. It's a modern elegant. Like, it's a modern elegant. You know what I mean? I mean, I feel like it's more like vintage elegant. I'm vintage. talking like a 20s, okay. 30s. Vintage. Yeah, that's fair. You know, wear a nice suit. But very like, manly. Uh, like yeah, the, the yeah. classic. I mean, 
I don't know, just dark colors, dark tones. I'll just do like a video tour of when I do my, you know, maybe a YouTube video of like my pipe situation up here in this little studio that that get wife made. But this this is what I wanted. I would have mm. verbalized this as rustic, which is so incorrect. It's just a bunch of dark yeah. charcoal walls and some, you know, nice Edison lights, warm, dark tones. It's just, it's great. Anyway, I know what it means. That's what they got. It's freaking <laughs> beautiful. Uh, so the best thing I can do is compare this to Twin Smoke Shop. Twin Smoke Shop's where we would do our, a lot of What's Up in Smokes, right? One of them was uh, the Jeremy Reeves event, the blending event, yep. blending seminar over there in New Hampshire. And Twins and Smitty's are my two my two go-tos when it comes to to lounges. There's one down here that I'm actually going to this weekend with a listener. But other than that, like these are the two places, right? Smitty's and Twins, they have a full bar. They have, uh, you know, it's a lounge. You can smoke. And I think, man, even though Twins is my hometown, and I love the folks at Twins, and some of them could be listening, Smitty's, Smitty's got something going there. Smitty's yeah. really got something going there. Yeah, um, I think it's their space. Like they have a one large floor and the amount of leather couches they have are just it's just great and, they, and it's they're not the same like not none the of same them, none yep. of them are the same so they great got them seating. at different places and like refinish them yeah, or some yeah. way dude they're so good so comfy but just, i mean I it. It, it's just a, it's a great great little location and then uh, yeah, as I, as I've touched on many times, they got a bar which is really awesome. It's a win for everyone. They had pints of Guinness galore. We ended up crushing a keg, which was super cool. I mean, not just the like the vendors, but everyone there. Uh, they they and I remember I had this heartbreak. I only had like two pints uh, throughout the day, and I heard Rob and Don talking, and I heard the words, "Dang, we're all out. Uh, the keg's done," and hmm. I like froze in my tracks, and I was like. Wait, what? Because I knew they were talking about Guinness only because that's what was selling and I it's the best beer of all time. And if the keg's going to be gone, it's got to be the one that I like. And he's like, yeah, yeah, the Guinness keg's gone. And I literally like almost dropped to my knees. I was like, no, I've been allocating a little bit of the black Fun. stuff consumption for this very weekend. It's been 20 days, 20, 20 something days of, you know, eating clean and, and no alcohol, no Guinness zero even. I've been really saving. He's like, oh, we got another one. But they, we just got to change up. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. Oh, uh, my so, gosh. So, but that was that was all thanks to uh, Diane. Diane is the the bartender there. I want to give her a quick shout out. She'll never hear about this probably. Uh, but just absolute sweetheart, you know, running around while there's hundreds of, you know, throughout the day, hundreds of pipe smokers, cigar smokers, making sure everyone want, it, is it. taken care of, uh, you know, pouring the pints, knows how to pour it properly. Just, it's just great, dude. This is a great venue, and that that kind of captures the good of uh, the venue. And that also transitions us to good friends Rob and Don, owners of Smitty Cigars, as I mentioned. Dude, they just have so much love and care for this. They have so they much do. love and care for pipe smoking, for tobacco smoking, for cigar smoking, for... Passion. This right? passion, like, right? Passion. They, there's nothing wrong with wanting to make a dollar. There's nothing wrong. That said, that's not why they're doing it. They are not doing it for doing that. It they dress, they love it. They dress like awesome. You know, you, you should have seen uh, Rob coming in. Like, and he's always a classy dresser because he has a very classy, vintagey, not vintagey, uh, rusticy, uh, no, uh, speakeasy kind of uh, location. And he goes out of his way to to make sure folks are feeling at home because he loves what he does. And I really put that together when we left. We left Friday night uh, after the dinner. 
you know, he's got the keys to the castle, right? Kind of like we're, we're going to have the keys to the castle. King itself. of the castle. He's got the keys of the castle to his own place. And we, after dinner, we were going to hang out there and we ended up leaving around probably 2 a.m., man. Whoa. Uh, it, I mean, this was just me, me, Kevin Foster, uh, Nate King, and Rob. And we were there just smoking cigars. Everyone was gone. And it was, I man, I was, I was tired. Okay. And, and Rob has to come back in the morning to open up. My plan was to be there at 10. That's because that's when they would open the doors at 10. It's not like opening up the garage to the gym. You, you can show up, put the keys in, open it up, and everyone walks in, right? Like they had right. to be there before then. So and I remember leaving and he was kind of finishing up his thing, you know, just dressed like a handsome devil he was, cleaning up on uh, like the, the computer stuff. I don't know, a bunch of nerd stuff. And I'd left, but I forgot my my uh, some of my pipes, and I didn't want to forget them inside the store. So I ran back, and it was like quiet. It was dead silent. He's finishing up, and I was like, "Man, he he's got some more things to do before he can actually leave the establishment." Then he's got to be here at like eight ish, nine ish, uh, to to open to to prep, and yeah. it's just not a single look of complaint. Not a single man. We should get to bed. I'm a little bit tired. Not a single. Not a single. Just. He's just passionate about it, Passion. right? and that that that's what I kind of picked up on that moment, and it was very special, and I, it kind of put a little flare in my heart that I was really excited for the following day. Um, so yeah, man, it was it was great to come back. I I had to sleep in a little bit. I was up before ten for sure, but I did have to put the last foot finishing touches on my on my presentation, so I did not get there at ten. Uh, but it was. It was great, man. The the event was great. I got there at about noon when they the show was supposed to start, and artisans were selling their pipes, man. They were selling. Yes. They were selling like you know, hit. It's going. It's going. It's gone. Talking really home run kind of thing. Yeah, I think everyone pretty much sold out. Uh, Jared Coles brought like like seventeen pipes. I don't know if it was what? seventeen, but he brought a ton. He didn't sell them all by any means, but he, what my point is, he brought a number so high that he was like, yeah, I'm just going to bring them all. Like he had been working on these over the year and or over the past few months. And he's like, well, I'll bring them all. Uh, but, but he sold us a, a solid collection. Uh, I know Stefan sold out. Kevin has like maybe one or two more pipes. Uh, Reed, I believe sold out and it was, it was just great. People were buying the, the lighters, the, from uh, Ed, Ed Graves, dark fired leather, Dude, people were selling. Nate sold some pipes. It was great. It was just such a great experience. It was so fun to see them making sales. And and here's here's some a uh, little insight. You know, Reed, uh, an artisan that I was, he listens to the show. Reed, if you're listening, man, I love you. It was really great to to actually meet him. And I I remember maybe seeing his pipes online or even at Vegas or something. But but I don't remember actually having a conversation with him. Uh, and neither does he. So it's cool to finally introduce. But. But he had told me, he had revealed something to me, man. He sold zero pipes at Vegas. What? Yeah. And that was that was hard for him. I would imagine that would be hard for you. It'd be hard for anyone really? to put your life, maybe not your life, like he's he's got a he's got a job, right? He's not a full-time pipe maker, but but put so much of your passion into this and then to go to an event across the the US of A. I mean, he's pretty he lives in North Carolina as well. And to sell zero pipes, that's that's got to be tough because it's less that's about a lot like, of cash. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and of course you're losing money there. Right. But yeah. the other side of it is like, okay, am I doing this right? Am I even good enough for this? Apparently mm. not. Like I would be like, 
I don't even have to ask that question. Apparently not. If I didn't sell a single pipe. Right. And that's going to be hard. It's going to be really hard to go back into the shop and, and try to get better or try to improve or try to stay the same. To be honest, it's it's tough. And, you know, for him to sell out all of his pipes or just wow. about, I'm pretty, pretty sure he, you know, just, just all of them gone, man. It, that like a little tear to my eye, man. That's what this is about, Dang. man. It's just, it's people were able to see. And he was like, yeah, you know, I don't think it's because I had bad pipes at Vegas. It's just, I'm not well known. I don't, I don't yeah. know very many people, uh, you know, and, and you see one nice pipe. It's like, okay, let me put a pin in that and come around. And, you know, if I'm not super memorable, I'm still new. I'm still upcoming. It's hard, but, but here where he was, he felt like an artisan, at least that's how I'm looking at it. And he absolutely was, man. He had some really, really cool stuff. And yeah, it just, it kind of, that kind of rounds off our good, man. It was just, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful sight. My friends were having fun. Everyone was having fun. We're hanging out. We're chatting. Yeah, it was great, man. I, I loved it. That's great. I, I remember seeing Reed's work in Vegas and I'm like, I remember thinking, like, who are you? I've never seen you. And it was very good. And I didn't know um, he kind of studied under Huber, David Huber, um, which is is pretty cool. I'm, I'm just on his yeah, website yeah. right now. And his pipes are... I didn't either. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was necessarily studied under, but they, there's a picture, um, you know, under his knowledge and guidance and, and stuff like that. And yeah, I, I remember seeing him and I'm like, it looks like a dude like and i say that very kindly like just a down-to-earth kind of kind of oh guy. oh 100 yeah he was, i remember that he, he I, was I didn't really talk with, to him you know when we mean? were at the dinner he was on my left but as i mentioned when we were when i was in a a, a tough spot with not wanting the right <laughs> wine or something he he would he would cover down for me he's like, he's like give me that, that. to pour it into his, his water cup so it looks <laughs> like i drank mine yeah absolute That's absolute awesome. legend for that and uh, pipes are very fairly priced for oh very kind of what, very kind very. of what they're looking at man like I dang now now I want one I haven't bought oh a boy pipe. I haven't bought a pipe since Vegas baby like damn or, uh, yeah yeah since Vegas I've kind of held out I uh, I don't know might have to get tax season's coming up baby might uh might true you should you should treat yourself yeah treat yourself but let's uh, we talked about the good let's get into the bad here. Uh oh! Everyone's on the edge of their seat now. Uh oh! Uh oh! No, nah, man. Robert the, the, just like punch in the air. Exactly. Already. Exactly. No, the, the bad's good, man. The bad and the ugly are bad's both good, good, man. This is this. It is. It is. <laughs> this is a fun. This is a fun. This get pipe. This is. We're in our element now. All right. Good. Uh. So the bad was, man. I got there late-ish, as I'd mentioned, dude. That Dang. was the number one bad classic thing Adam. on our list here. Yeah, and I hate that. That's classic. I really do. Uh, but I this actually, time, and I kind of. Can I can I can yeah, I yeah, back ahead. you up? Can I back you up? You're working, man. Like you were legit. You were working on That's making true. your presentation right, and you literally sent me the text. I'm trying to make this gas bag. And for those of you who don't know, Yo. for those of you who don't know, gas bag is like the highest level, highest tier of excellent. Gas means something is really good, and bag is also means something's really good. So when you combine really good and really good, you get excellent. So. I'll, I'll, yeah, you know, I'll, 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 I'll come to your support here, even though, okay. you know, most times I'll, I'll kind of, I'll, I'll bash you a little bit. You gotta, it's the, it's the type of stuff where, you know, you're meeting up at 12. You don't tell him oh, we you're did talk up about at 12. That, yeah. You gotta tell him you're yeah. meeting up at 11. So he'll show up at 12. Yeah. No. Anyways, fair. anyways. Fair. <laughs> uh, I also kind of showed up late to the, to the dinner. They told me six. <laughs> 
And I got there at like 6.07 or something. <laughs> I felt bad about that one. But I was working on my presentation. You know, there you I, go. I really there wanted this go. to be, I wanted it to be gas bag. Uh, so, but I was a little bit bummed that I missed out on probably two hours worth, uh, which I think all things considered, it helped me in the end. And we'll talk about that when we move on to the ugly in just a moment. But uh, before we get to that, we'll, we'll talk about this one last piece of the bad. There was a guy. So I had just told you that I've, I've been crushing, you know, pretty much just meat, cheese, uh, fruit, honey. I've been trying to stay away from breads and car, not carbs, but staying away from processed wheats and all that stuff. So, but they, Smitty's did have this really awesome little table of worth of goodies for lunch, which I always appreciate. Uh, one of them was like sandwiches, you know, little slider sandwiches. We're talking roast beef and cheese, ham and cheese, turkey and cheese, uh, you know, lettuce or whatever. There was some absolute animal out there <laughs> who only crushed the meat and cheese. <laughs> now, I also did that, but the, the caveat here is I, took the whole sandwich, put it on my plate, crushed the meat and cheese, discarded the rest, right? That's that's oh, how you would do this. Wait. There was some monster who just left bread and lettuce on this platter. No, bro. no way. I like to be fair it was towards the end. Like oh, there weren't man. many sandwiches left, but still for it's it's mind-blowing to me that someone that put is put their hands in this platter picked up the bread, grabbed the meat and cheese, and then dropped the top piece Dude, and left wild. it for the others to navigate through to grab a sandwich. It was crazy. I don't know who it was, and maybe it was a listener, but that's <laughs> not... That is that is That's wrong. not how you do that. <laughs> that is incorrect. So if it's a listener, man, we've learned a lesson here today together. That's not what we want to do. We want to grab the bread and discard it. We want to be stewards of... Uh, you know, the craft of pipe events and, and pipe shows and be good stewards there. We need to discard the trash, right? Crazy. So that was the number one bad thing. I was like, what is this about? That's borderline ugly. But, but you know, again, it was towards the end. There weren't too many sandwiches left. Just, I was so blown away. Who, so wild. Where was grandpa, grandma, mom, dad, who, someone, someone didn't teach you a lesson either. Stepmom, I don't care who, it's you know, cousin, neighbor, someone forgot to. Um, so there you go. <laughs> so uh, we, we will move into the ugly though. Okay. So let's talk about, let's talk about the ugly that is team Toscano, right? I, huh. yeah, huh? You know, people throwing away, what do you mean? What's, what's ugly about team yeah, Toscano? Okay. Well, there's nothing ugly about Team Toscano, but there's something ugly about Get Piped and his his briefing of how awesome Team Toscano is. So if you recall the the last, I don't know if it was the first one. Yeah. It was the second one. Second was, one. I was there It was the you. second one because you were there with me. Uh, Rob, our our hero here at, at S Mini Cigar, F, famously recommended me a cigar. And, you know, I go in these things blind, right? I'm like, you know, Teach me the thing. I don't actually don't even teach you. Just tell me what's going to be good. This is what I like. He says, you will probably like this. And it's a Toscano. Now we talked about this and we talked about it on the show. <laughs> and then we talked about it. Uh, we talked about how it was okay. So okay that I didn't like it. I actually think yeah. it was like, yeah, it just wasn't for me. I didn't like it at all. And you, you enjoyed it. You I actually guess. gave you the rest of mine and you smoked that as well. Right. But but I was not into Toscano. I was not in it at all. But you were, and you kind of started this move. Well, you started the movement, and then I think 
we had a little bit of help, but in the subsequent episodes, which Rob still listens to, he he noticed that a good friend of ours gave us a little sample pack and was kind of hyping up the Toscanos, you know, a little mm. NPod 101, Neil oh, Osborne, a okay. pipe photographer uh, in Mountain Who's at the pipes. show? He was at the show, uh, who, who's out of, uh, of, of Atlanta. So he was, again, right at the show. And, and Rob was like, oh, but... Yeah, what happened? What's Team Toscano? It wasn't Rob who came up with this. Who wasn't Rob who started this movement? Because Rob gave get piped one and he didn't like it. But then when Neil gave him some, he loved it. <laughs> Rob was saying this. He was saying that. And I was like, I hate this. This is ugly because you are so right. You're this so is right. so right. Dude, and, he started a movement, bro. He did. He did. So I'm, I'm, I'm airing it out yet again. Where we're putting the record straight. Rob from Smitty Cigar. Smitty Cigar will have forever an impact on the pipe smoking world because Get Piped has made an impact on the Toscano or the pipe smoking world through the use of Toscano and, and pr- pr- prom- promoting Toscanos and and now Dude. we're getting a damn Toscano blend from Cornell. Yeah, and Deal. we are. We're about to get people, it. So many people reached out to me like, "Do you guys have anything to do with this?" I'm like, "I'm telling no you, way, we're making really? a movement." <laughs> Uh, but but they realistically, actually did? yeah, people yeah. Were... I've had I had a couple people text me. Dude, I made a joke. I was like, yeah, I get two dollars and thirty nine cents for every tin sold. <laughs> Not true. I get zero dollars. Actually, <laughs> minus dollars because I'm gonna buy a bunch. Uh, right. But but this is this is uh you know while we might be the fathers of this movement, you know mm. Rob from Smitty Cigars, Smitty Cigars as a whole is the grandfather. Right. He He's is. the the one who taught in the shadows. Dang. And was cast aside by my own, you know. It's, it's it, I gotta, we gotta I gotta make gotta, some shirts, bro. We gotta get the Team Toscano shirts going. We do, we do. And, and Rob's gonna be the one to have one very, very first, the first, yeah. the very first we'll, shirt. We'll we send make. it to him. Uh, so I gotta clear that one out. That's an ugly on my part. Uh, so we we were able to, right. Right. you know. I, I mean, the, the context right is, I actually had a Toscano a couple of days ago, and it sucked. Right, I couldn't <laughs> get a dra- I couldn't get a pull on it. You know, every now and then there, you just get one that just, you know, whole stick just doesn't doesn't smoke. And sometimes, yeah. you know, the pH levels and all that stuff and what you had. This, this I mean, I had one at your one. house. Not a fan, but I loved yeah, it. That's right. I we loved, I loved it. the one at Smitty's. Yeah. Yep. It's yep. like, it's like a pipe smoke sometimes too. The only oh, unfortunate thing is like, you can just dump the bowl out and just pack a new one or whatever. Yeah. But, but with a stick, it's like, yeah, man, it's like, you like, like kind of, just kind of throw so it. That, so that was my first one. Right. And then everyone after that has been pretty much a dream. Uh, awesome. So we'll, we'll clear the air there. We all know Rob from Smitty Cigars is is our hero. So if you're in the area and you weren't at the the Smitty Cigar event, if you ever happen to go to Smitty Cigars, I'm talking this is this is timeless, right? You're listening to episode you know 727. Go there, let them yeah. know you're part of Team Toscano. Let Rob know. Let the Godfather know Team Toscano Godfather. is in and purchase a couple Toscanos from uh from from Smitty Cigars. That's the that's going to be like the. You know where where Tolkien and uh, you know C.S. Lewis went to that one yes. pub in England and and wrote the books. That that pub is 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 Smitty's. That's where the founding what of uh, what was it? The Inklings? Is that what it was? Yes, yes, that's yeah. right. That's hey, correct. I remember that the group. That is good. Um. So anyway, all right. So the final ugly we got, man. And this kind of goes into why the bad was not as bad, and it wasn't an ugly anyway. Okay, dude, I got Nick sick. No, I got. Nick Sick Adam was in full force by the end of this no. uh, this event, man. So I finished my presentation. It's probably 7.30, and I was feeling it. Now, I was drinking a lot of water. I didn't have a ton of food. I mean, I had a couple scraps from, uh, you know, the the monster the that meat, was, the you know, the meat and cheese, cheese you know, raider. Uh, but I was able to get some left from that, and then that was pretty much it. 
and and again, I wasn't eating you know the breads and stuff myself or or any of the other foods. Right. So I didn't have a ton in me. I had a couple pints in me, uh, but but I wasn't like tipsy or drunk or anything. I just not a great concoction of calories in my stomach. Mm. Now it was. I only had probably three cigars in one pipe. I mean, that's okay. That's a lot. <laughs> that is a lot in yeah. a six hour, seven hour period. But outside of that, I really think it was just being in the smoke filled room. And I was having this conversation with uh, mm. a couple folks and, and that's what they said. They're like, you're probably got some nicotine sickness right now. You know, like a, you're, you're, you're toying with nicotine poisoning. And I think that's exactly what I had in Chicago, man. Um, I think, I think we were in the tent that yeah. night before in one of the rooms for way too long. Uh, and I was just getting torched. And then the following day, I, that's exactly how I felt. I just felt very, very, very nauseous. And I didn't want to eat, even though I thought maybe eating would help. I was just bent over, tired, just, just horrible. Yeah. And I wasn't that bad at this event, like towards the end, because most of the day I was fine. But last couple hours, once I finished my presentation, man, I sat down and I was just like, whoa, I'm hurting. I'm really hurting. Uh, and then, yeah, it's it's there was a cure, which we'll get to in just a moment when we talk about some special, but but Nick Sick Adam, man, it happens. Like I think I think you gotta take a little bit better accountability, man. I'm talking to myself and get some good calories in you throughout the day. Yeah. Uh, you know, even go outside. I mean, it was blistering cold, so that was that was a little bit hard, but to get some well, air I, on the face. Yeah, I was gonna say I think I got Nick Sick in Vegas too. Remember that? The first night, I'm pretty sure, just sitting you did. around all the smoke. Yeah, that was brutal, yeah, you, man. You actually, you actually kind of, you know, went to the old bathroom and I, yo, yeah, I did. Came out, that was you know, terrible. the tubes. Like yeah. that was bad. Ooh, that's Ew. exactly what it was, man. That's exactly what it was. Because like the next day was eating a lot better, just like feeling good. And uh, yeah, I think I remember it was Neil. He came up to me. He's like, "Hey, buddy, pretty sure you just got Nick sick yesterday." Being oh, okay. And all that. I was like, "You're yeah, a wow. doctor, so you know better." Yeah, I'm pretty um, sure he was the one. He gave me like a frog fuel, which I don't know what that is, but I sucked it down and I was like, maybe this is helping. Um, but but let's talk about the special man, and I'll yeah, tell you exactly what what uh, what helped me out. So there was a cure for the Nick sickness, and that was Stephen Cashwell in Get Piped the the secret mission off to McDonald's. Uh, <laughs> I, I finished this. Uh, I finished this event right. This seminar is probably seven, seven thirty. We got till 10 and you know, they're all like, you need some food. And I was like, dude, you know what I could do? I could crush some McDonald's now on this diet that I've been doing. Like I said, that's no bread. It's no anything. It's no fun. And I've been very, very adherent to it, including the night prior. I was denying some of the wines and I had the French toast, but, but I was really sticking to it. But I gave myself this day, right? This Saturday to at least have some Guinness. Then I was hoping to you know, really only shy there, maybe, maybe something else. But I was like, man, I need to do something because I'm not feeling good. And a secret mission with Stefan Cashwell, the artisan pipe maker to McDonald's sounds like everything I need. And there was one <laughs> walking distance when it was too cold. We hopped in his van. We drove over there. And dude, this is probably one of my favorite pieces, man. This is probably like, honestly, like the low key highlight, right? Because this is like one of those personal inter, you know, interpersonal mm. events where it's just me. Me and him, he was sitting across from me. I was crushing a couple double cheeseburgers. He was crushing like some, you know, a Big Mac or whatever he was eating. Uh, you know, we were both crushing fries. We both got ice cream. And it was, 
It was Dude. awesome, man. It was yes. so awesome. We get to talk about pipe making. We get to talk about his insecurities as a pipe maker. We get to talk about my insecurities as a, a content creator when in the pipe smoking space. Uh, mm -hmm. We talked about our dreams for the future of Get Piped, for the Battle of the Briar, for documentaries. We talked about the future of uh, Stefan Cashwell as a pipe maker and what he wants to do and how long he wants to be doing his current job, which is his music and gigs. And it was just so great to get away from, you know, literally the nicotine and all the smoke, uh, but but really <laughs> just like the, the hustling and bustling for just a little bit. Right. You know, we, we went from smoking and joking to just uh, relaxing and chilling. Relaxing kind of well, and R&R, rest and relaxation, something I like to call. Uh, but yeah, man, it was it was special. And, and the best part, well, the best part was that, but the second best part was I definitely got rid of the, uh, the illness I was feeling. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, I remember in July when we went out to breakfast prior to the actual show, like sitting with Stefan, it was just, it was an absolute That's pleasure. right, dude. Yeah. I love that, man. I love yeah. him so freaking much, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was great. That will, that will forever be, this is, this could be like a, you know, Pipes Magazine Radio, uh, you know, I'm going to end you with a fast five, you know, no, no right, no wrong answer, you know, <laughs> whatever kind of thing. This could probably be my, one of my favorite pipe smoking memories. I, I, it's, if it's favorite pipe smoking memory, this is a favorite pipe smoking memory for sure. Oh, okay. Even though it had nothing to do with, you know, pipes to a degree, right? right. No, no pipes in sight, which is, it was just really, really awesome. And it was, like I said, blistering cold where... We're in his van. We're in the drive-through. This is hilarious. We, we, there's two. A lot of these drive-throughs will have two sides, uh, like two lanes. So we go. Mm. There's two cars in one lane, none in the other. So we go to the other one. We wait there for probably five minutes. Nothing. So and, and Stefan's like yelling, "You guys hear me? Hello, hello." <laughs> <laughs> so we back up, and then we get into the other line, and we finally get up to the window. Same thing. No one's answering, and then two cars come up from behind us but go to the other lane, the lane that we were just in and they were getting served. And we were, and Stefan's like, you gotta be freaking kidding me. And he's like <laughs> screaming at the box. I'm like, dude, let's just go inside. Uh, so that's when we went inside and, and uh, man, this is the, this is probably the, this could be an ugly, Oh man, we're sitting there. It's a little bit busy. You know, it's Saturday night and someone goes, um, you know, this guy, this worker comes up. They, I guess he got like a, like a to go order or they have like these kiosks now where you go up oh. and you, you point, poke on the little yeah. automatic thing and it sends it to like the cooks or whatever. And so the cook guy comes with his receipt and he goes over to the cash register lady and he says, oh, we're out of this. And then so she grabs the receipt and she's like, uh, who ordered the who ordered the kid, the, the adult kids meal? Who ordered the adult <laughs> kids meal? Uh, we're, we're, we're no longer serving the adult kids meal. And like me and Steph were like, Ooh, of all things to order and to be out, there's got to be one guy in here who has to go up and say that was me. <laughs> it's literally called the adult kids or adult happy meal or whatever. No. <laughs> who, who got the adult happy meal? We were no longer serving the adult happy. So like some guy <laughs> literally had to just like that was me, you know? And like it was, oh dude, it was just I was I was so embarrassed on behalf of him. I was like, poor guy. Poor guy. poor guy of all things <laughs> there's a reason he went to the kiosk thing and not you know the actual drive through oh, or whatever oh so bad so bad who got the adult happy meal? <laughs> <laughs> oh poor guy dude it's just 
thing. Stefan was just like, I do not want to be that guy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Has his hands in his pockets, like looks both ways kind of thing, kind of goes up and he's like, yeah, that was me. Uh, you know, kind of like barely raises his hand, you know? <laughs> it's like, dude, everyone knows you got the, the adult Happy Meal, bro. Oh, man. Anyway, so it, it was a great experience, man. But as, as we kind of round off the special, man, it was just a blast. Of course, as always, I mean, I guess this is kind of above all else, right? Meeting with the listeners, people of the show or viewers of the show. I'm talking both on, on YouTube, listeners of the actual podcast, f- friends of the channels, of the Instagrams. I had a couple guys come up to me uh, take some photos and I my biggest regret is that I didn't you know take any of those for myself but to have people come up and be like yeah I drove two hours to come see you because you talked Whoa. about it so cool I had one guy yeah. drive like some crazy amount of hours wanted to come in shake my hand and leave and that's what? exactly what he did that is exactly what he did and he was hyped up about it and I was hyped up about it and that was it we bought one tin for him the, the store support the store and then dipped and i was like you are a legend that's that's just as cool as the dude who drove like two and a half hours to you know come Jeez. hang out for the day uh but but man there's there were several folks who came up to me and i got to see some uh, you know repeat repeat offenders like uh, we had a uh, larry was there and you remember meeting yes. larry uh yep. him and his his wife just just super special people i was able to date a peterson forum uh which was really really cool just just the just the blast man it was a blast and so yeah, I, I just, I value so much your time. I value so much of your, the fact that you guys listen to the show, that you watch the YouTube channel, and then really, other than hanging out with me, the, the, the commutes, right? You commuted to do this, and it was, it's just super special. This will forever be a special, and it's going to be on the next special for the next What's Up and Smoke. It, it means the world to us. Right. Uh, but, but yeah, man, this, this, this little event, it had a lot of impact, man. You know, it brought listeners in, it brought viewers in. And it, it was like this local event that had like this national impact, right? Where you had Jared Coles coming from California, Nate King flew in from Indiana, Steve Norris. This is Steve Norris of Vermont Freehand. He's like the main U.S. briar supplier and, and pipe making supplier guy. Uh, absolute studies at pretty much every event. He, he found out about this probably, or he had just at least been conv- uh, thinking about it. But two days before he decided to, to jump, he's like, all right, I'll come. And it's like, no, all orders on hold for Vermont Free. And I'm going to go to Smitty's uh, in like two days. And he came down and it was a freaking blast. He had so much fun being there, uh, you know, and several listeners of, of the show have reached out and talked about how they're going to be there in July. Uh, you know, a couple pipe makers, some from freaking Montana are planning on coming over. It's 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 growing, man. It is, it is absolutely growing in the right way, right? Like we're not talking about growing in size. It's not going to be a 1000 people event. That's not what we want. That's not what Rob wants. That's not what Dave wants. That's not what Don wants. But we want to, we're like growing the appreciation of pipe smoking and getting together and communicating, communicating and discussing and being friends, sharing camaraderie over this hobby, right? That's what they are doing excellently over there at Smitty Cigar in Gainesville, Georgia. So yeah, I, I think that's 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 pretty much the bulk of it. I guess we can... You can finish this off with let me. Let me tell you real quick about our damn, a damn presentation that I had worked so hard on and had to, you know, miss miss coming in a little bit early to to, to to work on. But it was great, man. It was it was quite special. This is definitely this is another probably top pipe smoking memory that I could, you know, quick fire on on Brian at some point. Like I was in my element. It was 
awesome, man. I I think I crushed it. I had a lot of folks, a lot of the the viewers of uh, the event itself, the seminar, the people who watched the seminar unfold told me it. Some of my artists and friends told me it. It was it was so awesome, man. I was loving every moment about it. I was really nervous leading up to it. Uh, not nearly as nervous as the the Battle of the Briar uh, trailer. I was wicked nervous for that. And and I don't know, like, because that's a little bit outside of my comfort zone, but talking about my favorite thing in the world, not out of my comfort zone, right? Heck I yeah. was in my freaking element, man. We had these the four TVs up that showed my presentation. Uh, so... I'm going to post a, a link to it in Discord. Now, the, I do presentations well, and I'm kind of tooting my own horn here. In my view, a good presentation has very little in terms of writing on the actual slides, uh, like the, the slideshow, the presentation, and it's all in the presenter. So you're not going to be able to get too much out of seeing it, but I'd like you guys at least to see what I put together, and you'll be able to see some of the behind-the-scenes photos that I took of the Peterson Pipe Factory uh, but, but yeah, so I, I did the presentation. It was about 30 ish minutes. I thought it flowed very, very well. Uh, and then I ended it with, with showing off some of my collection and a lot of folks came up, really wanted to know about different pieces of Peterson, which I was able to tell them and enlighten them on, uh, their, their illustrious history. Yeah, man, it was great. And, and I think the last special piece here is, is a, a direct, uh, relation, correlation, causation from this little uh, presentation dave shane actually came up to give me pipe acquisition secret pipe acquisition number oh. three uh, a pipe that i did spend zero dollars on this was a gift from dave and it's a, a very beautiful little peterson from his collection that i had my eye on all freaking night he had it in his showcase box that were not for sale and it was this little prince it's small it's delicate it's dainty i know very little about it uh we're gonna have jim from lazarus pipes restore it for me and then we'll we'll probably be able to see a little bit closer what uh, the hallmarks are looking like. Uh, even with a jeweler's loop, I couldn't really tell because there was some you know a little bit of tarnishing going on with the silver. But once that thing gets cleaned up, we'll be able to get I'll be able to get some information on it. I think it's I think it's quite old. Uh, but but at the end of the day, it was just a pretty pipe, something that kind of called to me. And and Dave Dave put that in the old little pin in the back of his head. And and uh, once uh, the the presentation was over and we were getting ready to leave, he came up to me and and, and gave it to me. And that was. Help, man. Let's put that as another favorite pipe smoke in memory. Is now I have this pipe for for the rest of my life to to kind of commemorate that that event uh, to to showcase that I was able to f deliver a, a seminar that was quite good in my opinion and in, in many other folks' opinion. And I think it's the start of something something special, man. I really do think this special lead to other specials. I'd love to go out there and do more more seminars, more more of that nature. I had such a fun time doing it. And uh, yeah, man, it was like a get my podcast live, dude. That is awesome. But let's let's kind of round out this, you know, gabussin, because we we need to talk about the needs improvement here. So let's let's do some. What what do you got on that? Uh, I mean, dude, it's kind of like the perfect event to be honest. Uh, mm. I think this the. You know the the N is you know are we get, are we always going to have improvement maybe maybe not um, I think the only value that I could provide here is some kind of lighting system for the pipes themselves when it comes to the the showing of the pipes okay because it's so pretty and dark and and eerie and homey and not homey but relaxing and loungy speakeasy e 
Right. It's not a lot of light for looking at pipes that you're about to spend upwards of several hundreds of dollars on, right? <laughs> so true. I think it comes some if I could provide some feedback, it would be to I don't know, I guess invest in some kind of overhead lighting system specifically like just like light stands or something. I don't know how it would look, so it's not looking all tacky and getting in the way of people moving, traversing or whatever. But perhaps like a just like a gentle light box or something that could, you know, you throw up on a C right. stand or something that, that goes right over the 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 tables themselves. Okay. I think that could be I think that could be good. But another aspect of it was the the TVs were on in the background, which was right bef- behind where the the show was, you know, the actual artisans were. And they were high up enough to where you could still watch so folks were coming to watch the nfl there was some some uh football going on some some playoff football going on i could see if you had like a big light box behind them it would interfere with that so i don't i'm not this is kind of one of those ones where i'm problem identifying not really problem mm. solving uh but but some kind of lighting system you know it would be great i'm not saying a permanent by any means should they install some upward up lighting where yeah, that's a little bit ridiculous but something for these events or maybe some of the artisans might have something cool for when they take pictures that's that's kind of small and collapsible maybe i don't know bring that or something uh and maybe this is on the artisan maybe they're like because like, i saw a lot of like taking of the phone iphone out and then putting on the little flashlight and trying to look at a pipe and like that's not the best probably yeah. condition to that's fair you know consider a big purchase but but that's really the only kind of improvement I had. I had absolute blast there. I love it. I feel like I'm at home. I feel very happy and content and I want to go back. I actually am trying to find a way. I just don't know how realistic it is, but I'm trying to find a way where I go back, not for a Smitty's event. I'd like to go back and just hang out for a weekend van. Maybe, maybe leave on a Friday night, get there pretty late and, you know, spend the night with, with, you know, Dave Shane, if I can, or try to get myself at the the guest lodge hotel, <laughs> uh, and then just go hang out Saturday day, and then leave Sunday morning or something. That would be really fun. That that would I'd get a lot of healing out of that, uh, because while I love the the craziness that is, you know, smoking and joking at one of these events, it is quite fatiguing, and it'd be really cool to really sit down and just smoke, not have to worry about anything else no presentations you know no no buying artisan pipes maybe you know just me sitting there you know the wonderful woman that is diane you know serving me a nice pint to, to a beer getting to chat with uh, my good friends rob and don over there at smitty's and then you know some of the local folks could could show up and and, and hang out with us as well and a more more pipe clubby feel i guess Ooh, so yeah i think well, they that'd have, be really really cool man don't they have their monthly pipe sh- uh pipe yep club they do they do uh i that might i i don't know if i'd want to time it up with that like that's mm, how low-key i'm talking I see what you mean uh because then i'm like there's an event like, that's still an event it's definitely low-key but if i'm going there like whenever we had the seattle pipe club if we had uh, uh there were there were times where we had folks like artisans or you know writers from i don't know if we've had guests come and it became like a big event and I mean, I'm not necessarily big. I'm not saying if I come, I'm now like the talk of the town by any means. I don't think I'm not tooting myself that horn that loud. Right, but, right. But now I'm talking. Now I'm telling everybody. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm Adam. I'm get piped. You saw me on Instagram. Yes, that's me. You know, like 
and that could happen anyway, but it's it's more natural if it's just, oh, do you look familiar? And it's some guy coming in who smokes cigars on Saturdays, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. Well, we always end our What's Up in Smokes with what we call Love It Lessons Learned. And these are just things that Adam and I, and in this case, Adam learned while we were at these shows. Sometimes they overlap. You know what I mean? Sometimes they're somewhat similar. We kind of double tap things that maybe we said we learned and we didn't necessarily learn. I think that happened at our uh, Vegas What's Up in Smoke uh, for 2023. But what do you got this time around that you kind of learned and you're taking with you onto some of the next shows? Yeah, I think the the primary one would be be content with not purchasing anything. I've always mm, felt this okay. desire and need and pressure and even though I talked about how I wouldn't have this pressure for this event, there is something that's like, you know, like, am I, am I not strong-willed enough to be able to say no? Am I going to buy a pipe? <laughs> am I going to buy like a bunch of tobacco? And while I still did, technically, I, I felt good about not going there with a mindset of not wanting to, like, I felt powerful, right? Because at Vegas, anyone has my vote right? Like my dollars, I have allocated dollars that I'm going to spend. So everyone gets my, like has a chance at my vote, right? And that's something I'm not great with because I'm kind of soft when it comes to that. Like I want, I want to, I want to buy a pipe from everyone and I want everyone to make money off me. Right. But that's not realistic. But with this one, I was like, well, this is one of the coolest pipes that I've ever seen. I love it. I kind of got to have it, but I'm not buying it. And I had told that, right. I told that to Kevin Foster. There was a piece of his that actually didn't sell, which it's almost a bummer because now I'm you know, getting into a deep hole where it's a pipe I really, really want. But, but I told him, I was like, as much as I want this, I'm not buying it. If I buy it, it'll be well in the future. It's not happening now. And that felt good. I felt, I felt empowered. Uh, not like anyone's trying to take advantage of me by any means, right? That's, or, you know, no one's ever trying to do that. But, and they never take offense. If you say no, like, they're like, yeah, I mean, someone's going to want it some, or they don't. And I go sell it somewhere else. Like, it's not. I just have this problem with it, but it felt good this time uh, to kind of take ownership of the idea that I wasn't going to buy anything. Mostly. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, I talk about this one too, taking photos with friends and, and listeners. I am horrible. I think I took two selfies and Dang. I just am super bummed about it. I didn't, I didn't even bring out my camera, which I had fun not doing. kind of glad I didn't do that. But I just took zero photos like you won't see me in really any of the photo photographs of you know all of the vendors there and you know other than like a couple that happened with like uh, the dinner uh or or maybe i was in the background or something but i never like posed i was like hey we gotta go get a photo like stefan and i let's let's get a photo man you know kev let's get a photo nate freaking nate king you know one of my best friends on earth and i just i don't have a single photo with him and that that, that always hurts man and then yeah of course the listeners Fortunately, there are photos of me with the listeners out there because they were smart enough to say, I'd love to grab a photo. I was dumb enough to not think, let me pull out my phone because I also want that photo. Uh, so if you're <laughs> listening and you snagged a photo, send it to me through uh, Instagram, Discord, email, adam at getpipe.co or show at getpipe.co, doesn't matter. I'd love to have those and, and keep those forever because I, I do value them. Uh, but that's that's really it, man. Um, same old, same old. I you know brought a bunch of pipes, didn't smoke. I'm more of a cigar guy when it comes to these mm. events, and I'm I'm starting to buy into that a little bit more. I uh, was really enjoying the cigars I was smoking, uh, but yeah, it's just tough to kind of run around smoking a pipe. But but that's that's it, man. 
it was a great event. I had so much freaking fun. I'm so excited for Drumroll. July 20th, when we do the next Smitty Cigar event, which will be held in the summer. Really fun. It's going to be hot. More people are going to be coming out. I'm telling you, there's there's some folks who planned on coming and stepped out the foot there, you know, stepped their foot out the door and was like, whoa, it's like 17 degrees out. I'm not doing that. Won't happen in July. I think the July one's going to be pretty, pretty popping. And we got some other folks coming from all across the U.S. And I'm just, I'm super excited. I, this is a show that's like a, you know, as we call it a meetup, it, it feels a little bit more casual in the best ways possible. Uh, like the, literally the best ways possible in none of the negative ways. It's a win-win on all fronts. You got to make yourself, uh, you got to make yourself available on July 20th, uh, this, this year, 2024. And I'm telling you five hours, 45 minutes. If you're within that range, it's worth the weekend, man. It's so worth the weekend. And the best part is on Sunday, man, you have a nice drive back home. Drive back home on Sunday. No, no pressure to stay. Nothing's going on. Uh, there's, there's no pressing need. Oh, I gotta say, you know, miss work. You don't gotta do it, man. You don't gotta do it. So put it on your calendars, July twentieth for the next Smitty Cigar event. I can't freaking wait. Thank you so much to Rob. Thank you so much to Don, Diane, all the folks over there at Smitty's, uh, Patrick. Uh, you know, the several other folks who were working. Just, just absolute. It's just I felt like I was at home, and and you very rarely see that nowadays. And and I, and I can't reiterate enough, you know, Rob and Don's passion for for pipes, for tobacco, the, the amount of emphasis they put on their store and themselves to learn pipes is 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 just healing. it's kind of unmatched. It is, it is like they they want this to work. They want cigars and pipes to come together, uh, and that's just encouraging. That's all as hell encouraging. Literally. And they're just like adamantly going about it. And I don't know, man, like they're just the, the fact that they have these pipe shelves in there. It's just, it's awesome. It's awesome. I'm I'm in. Man. Well, that's great. You made me very jealous, but you made me very excited for what's to come in the summer. And I'm very much looking forward to that. Big fingers crossed. Hey, as of right now, as of time of recording in January, I'm going. I'm saying I'm going. Um, but we'll we'll see how things change as as we get a little closer. But I am excited for that weekend. Y'all should be too. Stay tuned for more announcements coming on the Get Pipe Podcast as well as the Pipery at the Pipery on Instagram. A lot to come from there. Thank you, Adam, for all this. Thank you to Don, Rob, Dave. All the artisans out there and and everyone else who helped this event make it what it was. So thank you all to you. Segments. Segments. Let's go. We got two today. We got a little bit of over under. Haven't done that in a while. We got a little bit of this or that. But before we get into that, let's do some over under. These are all sent from our community. And this 
segment is where Adam rates pipe smoking related topics overrated or underrated. And uh, it's just his opinion. So take it with a grain of salt. You can agree. You can disagree. It's all good there. We don't we don't mind. But let's yeah. get into these. Eh, we mind a little bit. Adam minds. He's a little. Sensitive. I feel like I'm a, I, I'm almost like a definitive decider of eating. No, anyway, no. <laughs> Of everything. All right. The first one is from our good friend, Samaritan. He asks, Tinderbox stores. Ooh, overrated or underrated? Dude, man, the Tinderbox has a a great history within the pipe smoking realm. They're at, at their height had dozens and dozens of stores across the United States. Now only to only have like, I think half a dozen, if that, today. Quite sad if you think about it. Tinderbox, like pipe makers were, you know, found their their passion at Tinderboxes. Tobacconists found their passion for blending it to at Tinderboxes. Some Tinderboxes had very uh, unique store exclusives. They had pipe makers working there. They had piper stores. They sold estates. There's just it was like a almost like a, a like a fast food chain, right? Where you bought like your way to own a tinderbox and you, you 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 were buying the name and then you were able to sell like i mean you still had to sell pipes you still had to sell tinderbox pipes like you know peterson savinelli's all these other things uh but like the the idea was you were a manager of your tinderbox and you could kind of run things how you wanted just like how like a a fast food chain would or, or to a degree like it's it's your store you you run it and and there was some variation between you know these tinderboxes and i thought that was that was quite cool at least to learn about I have visited two, I think two tinderboxes in my life. Uh, now, this has been since I've been a pipe smoker. And so we're talking, I mean, even in my life, I'm only 27, but we're talking past six, seven years, right? Not a great time to be the tinderbox the past six or seven years. <laughs> and, you know, it's just a, a pipe retail store that is affiliated through like a chain like through one name i don't know how the, the structure is now in terms of revenue i don't know if they're all in their one-off thing i don't know if i don't know any of that but i do know is it's kind of lost its value man it's lost its strength it's lost its huzzah the tinderbox is is was once this this giant in the world of of making new pipe smokers and in a world where piping and tobacco is kind of dying man you know we're, we're like when especially when it comes to the vape stuff vapes are taking over people are going to the vape store you know can you can you go to the vape stall please if you remember that episode uh <laughs> you know they're not going to the tinderbox place uh so man i think this hurts me man i guess maybe for that sense it's underrated but i think i gotta say overrated you know i'm, I'm really relating to the one in tacoma washington i was able to go there uh you know several times the owner was just this guy had own this place forever man just old guy good people people you want to be behind people you want to support but because he was older and you know he had like other folks working who weren't as is into pipe smoking and, and weren't as into pipes were kind of saying i would ask questions to see to gauge their knowledge level uh and then this is four years ago so i was still kind of new to the hobby i guess i guess not four three two two-ish years ago whatever um I, I was probably only three to four years in is what I'm getting at. And I was like, man, I think you're just wrong. Like on some <laughs> of these things, I wouldn't say that, but you know, based on some of the questions like, Oh, how does this blend work? And yeah, I was getting like just real staple answers. Like, Oh, this blend will smoke cool. And you know, church wardens are like, are the coolest smoking pipes. And 
eh, yeah, that's that's like a lot of buzzword stuff that I just didn't feel like had very it was that was being said because someone told them to say it kind of thing as opposed to experiencing it like the owner would have said. Uh, so that plus the the tax situation, you know, a tin was like twenty seven dollars for a two ounce tin. It's just yeah, man. Pipe selection was iffy at best because they're not going through a ton of stock, so they're not getting a lot of replacements. I got to go overrated, man. And that hurts. That really does hurt. Dang. It yeah. does. It does. But that doesn't mean I wouldn't go. Like, I, I, right. I in a heartbeat, I'd go. If I drive by a tinderbox, I'm stopping. Mainly right. for the nostalgia, the hist- history, and I'll still pay the $26. But if it's like my local, I, I was I was trying to go to other places. I was going to the Indian Reservation finding any kind of other tobacco. I'd rather, I would rather in that sense support you know, a Smitty's, right? As opposed right. to a Tinderbox in, in the comparison stage right there. All right. Very well. Very well. All right. Our next one is from Red Run. Leather sleeves or wraps for your Bic lighters? Leather sleeves or wraps for my Bic lighters? Hmm. Um, I have zero. I wouldn't say it's overrated. Hmm. I definitely wouldn't oh, say it's overrated. I think I'm going to go underrated. Really? Yeah, I think it's cool. I saw I was able to see one of one of the listeners actually was was showing me that he got this alligator skin. This is at the event. He got an alligator skin uh pipe lighter, like a like a Corona old boy looking thing from Ed and it was real alligator skin. I was like this is badass. I want one of these really really bad. This is actually kind of cooler and cheaper than like a my actual pipe lighter, which is the same thing, right? It's yours is just looks cooler and was cheaper. That's a win, 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 right? Win, so win, I'm going to go underrated. I don't have any yet, uh, but, you know, they're expensive. You know, it's 70, 70 plus dollars. Uh, but yeah. Oh, I guess, I guess the question was for Bic lighters. Ooh, yeah. That Bic somewhat lighter. changes things. Yeah, man. Just your run of the mill Bic lighter. That's still pretty cool. If I'm going to have a Bic lighter, would I want a really cool one or just a regular Bic lighter? Uh, I'm torn because the Bic lighter goes out so quick. So if you were, if it was just like a sleeve that you could put on every Bic lighter, underrated. Didn't even know that was a thing. That's how underrated it is. Super oh. cool. But if you're, like if it's a little bit harder to transfer, which I imagine it would be, eh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go with underrated as a whole. I'm kind of more applying this to just wrapped lighters because there's a lot of artisans who will wrap like professional lighters that you can refill quite easily. So sorry, Redfront, I'm changing your question a little bit. Underrated for that, but if I guess if it's just for a Bic lighter, I guess I'll go overrated. Yeah, it's a big, the, the, Bic's, the point of a Bic is for it to be a, a quick fix. You know, there's a, like if I'm going for a Bic, it's because I'm not going for my expensive pipe lighter because I want right. to preserve the fact that it's an expensive pipe lighter. Right. So by wrapping my Bic, now I'm now defeating that purpose. Why not just go with my expensive pipe lighter? Okay. All right. And our last one. Smoking a pipe on a cold, rainy day. And that's from Smoke Baca. Dang. What a great question. Great question. Yeah, I mean, is that is that underrated, overrated, properly rated? I'm going to go with... Uh, I've, I've smoked a lot of pipes on cold, rainy days, and I've gotten some great enjoyment out of them. Now, sitting outside on a cold, rainy day, smoking a pipe, the most overrated thing in history... Miss me with that. I ain't doing it. It's not fun. It's horrible. But many times I've been traveling in cities 
uh, i.e. like Dublin when it's just raining or Seattle when it's just raining or, you know, fortunately I've not been in New England. New England gets its rain, but, you know, I haven't been much of a pie smoker in Boston. Actually, the last time we were there it was really cold. It wasn't rainy, but it was pretty, pretty close to. And you, all you got to do is flip that pipe upside down. I it used to think that was the stupidest thing, uh, but but it's useful. If you pack your pipe right and you tamp it, you know, every so often it, it works and it's, it's, a uh, it's healing, right? A lot of heal healing going on in this, this episode, uh, from my Nick sick cure to the, you know, the, the, the folks at Smitty's making piping great again. Uh, but this too, like if you're, there's nothing like nothing's cool about being in the cold, wet rain chill. But if I'm going to do it and I got somewhere to be, I as well throw a pipe in my mouth. I'm gonna go with underrated. I like right. that. Dang. Yeah, there's we'll 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 hit some more uh over unders from from Don there. He he put some other scenarios as well. So in due time. Okay. We'll, I like we'll I like how you're sprinkling those. them in here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But if you want to hear some more over unders, send them our way. Best way to do it is actually our Discord, which I just want to say we've had a hundred twenty-five plus people join in the last week which is crazy that's like it's like 10 percent of my viewers of that youtube video which is crazy 10 10 percent or more than 10 percent of our previous total amount of people in the discord like in one week we gained probably 12 to 15 percent more people than we did in over two years which is wild anyways best way to do it is through our discord there's a specific over under channel to do it over-unders, only pipe smoking related. So send us those. Every now and then we do a little bonus, but it's very rare. So send them there. If you don't want to join Discord or haven't, go ahead, send them to show at getpiped.com. And our next segment is a little bit of this or that. This is where Adam and I choose from two options. We choose this one or that one. And today, they're all pipe smoking related. And they're from our good friend, Tim J. Shout out to you, Tim. We got five here. So let's get through them. First one, Peterson or Morgan Bones? This one might come as a surprise to some people. So before I did the Peterson presentation, I actually had a full final draft of a Morgan Bones presentation (laughs) uh, prepped and (laughs) ready. I'm a Peterson guy, man. I'm a Peterson guy. It was my first pipe. My first pipe pipe is what I call it. And yeah, I'm a Peterson guy. Love Morgan Bones. Go check out my YouTube video on, on Morgan Bones. Uh, it's, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. I think they're great budget pipes and even this collector. Like if you want one, I think everyone should have one in their collection, but I think everyone should have multiple Petersons in their collection. So I'm going to go Peterson. Yeah, I am going to go Peterson as well. I think uh, they're, they're beautiful factory pipes and I think it's a great, like it's, yeah, the Morgan bones is definitely a good starter for sure. But I would even argue Peterson's a good starter. Um, it's for a little more, you get something, uh, probably higher quality. 
I would say. And just because the bones is kind of what it is and you can yeah. get a, a, it's a bones, right? Yeah. It's a bones. It's, it's literal bones, like bare bones. bones. It's made of bone. It's, it's wild. Um, no, but it's, uh, yeah. Peterson, Peterson all the way. All right. Next one, custom tamper or check tool. Oh, wow. This is a great question. I got to go with check tool. I am missing mine right now. I've I've lost many of them in my life, and I actually had one that called was uh, that said Czechoslovakia, which Whoa, is really like cool. made in Czechoslovakia. Yeah, which is really really cool. I mean, I bought it on eBay, and I lost that. That's a bummer. That is uh, but cool. now we got the Czech Republic. Uh, so wow, yeah, I need a new one. But lost that too, and I, I lose them all the time. And I just love playing around with them. I think they're the perfect. They're just they're just freaking sweet. It's like the iconic pipe tool. I have a couple. I've been using my custom tampers, which are sweet and they're fun, especially for tamper exchanges like that of Smitty's. But yeah, I just I miss my damn a check tool. Uh, I miss my tri tool, three piece tool, pipe tool, check tool, whatever you want to call it. I miss it. I really do. So I'm gonna go check tool. Yeah, I'm gonna go check tool too. I think it's super versatile um, and. Yeah, I, I think it's simple is better. Simpler is better in this case. Mm-hmm. All right, number three, pairing your smoke with like a special drink or just just water. And I think a special drink in this case is probably some form of. Uh, it's not like a seltzer water. I'm I'm thinking like a good coffee, a good tea, or a good like alcohol, whether it's liquor yeah. or beer. Um, I I think nine out of ten blends. Coffee will enhance the flavor of oh. the the pipe tobacco. Okay. If you ask a blender that, they might say something different. And in fact, I would argue they will probably absolutely say something different. Right. They will probably say that water is the, the go-to. I'm not here for, right? Like this is like, I can't think of a good analogy off the rip right now because we're pretty, <laughs> we're pretty deep into this episode. But like, I'm here for the flavor explosion, right? Right. Like, so... If the coffee makes it taste better, whether it's official or artificial, it makes it taste better. And and that's kind of where I'm at. And and I've always found that like coffee goes very, very, very well with Burley, very, 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 very well with English is pretty solidly okay with, with aromatics. Uh I've not really experimented too much with the Virginias, like the straight Virginias are really the Virginia Preaks, but I would imagine it's probably the same thing. Uh there's some right. other you know, versions out there, but you know, like a cigar, a coffee and a cigar normally goes super well. It just, it just, uh, there, this is, there's this beautiful thing that happens with coffee. So I'm going to go with a drink. I find that I enjoy my pipes and tobacco a little bit more, uh, with Guinness as well, or maybe some whiskey with an asterisk there. The flavor of the tobacco might not be as prolific. Like those, in fact, alcohol does a very good job of, uh, you know, kind of cutting, all the the profile while it might reduce the flavor of the tobacco the overall experience is just better you know it's just more enjoyable like i enjoy having drinks that i like (laughs) putting that with a pipe makes a lot of sense so well i think i'm gonna also go with a drink I, i think that i do water most of the time to be honest but i think when i have like a good coffee or uh Whiskey doesn't, yeah, whiskey doesn't really do it for me, but like a nice hot drink, it makes things anecdotally better. Yeah. 
and which is weird because like my mouth is getting hot already from the smoke. So I don't, maybe it's just like the, because normally my, the water I drink is cold. So maybe there's like a weird combination factor between the hot and cold that's hurting the tongue and something warm just like soothes it. I don't know, but it works. All right. Next one, transit pipe or porch pipe? Trans. Uh, wow. This is this hard. is actually giving me this is a stumble. I I've been enjoying the porch pipe, but I got to go with transit pipe. The okay. commuter pipe, as I say, it's like my car is driving. I'm smoking a pipe. I'm in my car, and my wife's not there, and no one's in there. I'm smoking a pipe. Like almost ninety percent of the miles on my car have been driven with a pipe in my mouth. Nice. I'm gonna go porch pipe just because I'm not a commuter piper. So, yeah, I, I enjoy those. That's pretty much what all my smokes are, is sitting on the porch with the old wife and just enjoying the beautiful time with her. And, yeah, it's awesome. So, all right, our last one this is a good one. Hanging with Get Wifed or Producer Guy? Funny enough. But I also, had this... you had this conversation with someone? <laughs> what, with Get Wifed today? Oh, okay. Kind of. What what was your also? Well, my my also was that wasn't the actual one he had. That, that oh. was kind of a joke. So maybe a little twofer. Let's let's hear your answer. I want to hear it. Okay, yeah. Well, I, I had asked. Uh, I was talking to get wife today uh, about a dream I had last night. Oh, and a dream guy. It lately. was. Jeez. Yeah, I have this one was a bad dream, and it was how she was missing, or yeah, we were out traveling like in a city or something, and she went missing. And it was, it was hmm. heartbreaking and horrifying and scary. And I was searching like, you know, the guy from Taken, Liam Neeson. I, I was like trying to find her. Uh, it wasn't like she was taken by like drug people or, you know, you know, prostitution ring people. Like she was just missing. Like I was like, where right. did my wife go? So, and she was with me one moment. She wasn't the next. So I'm like looking around for, her, and it was like this emotional dream. And I don't remember how it ends, but whether, whether, excuse me, I don't remember how it unfolds. That doesn't really matter. What I remember is I end up finding her. Uh, but the, the whole takeaway here is I love those dreams. I love dreams where I lose, this is going to sound really weird. And I'm going to explain in a second where I lose loved ones, where my, I love dreams where my wife is, I'm sad. I'm, heartbroken because my wife left me or my wife cheated uh, on me or I love these dreams because it means I love you. Aww. Like I would not be upset if if those happened right. and I wasn't upset in the dream, I would know okay, there's something that says <laughs> I'm, I'm not I'm not into this, right? Yeah. Uh so when when these dreams are are really emotionally moving and I'm asleep and I'm like trying to wake up from it because it's a bad dream. That means uh, this is right. We are the right people for each other. Uh, so I, I was telling her that, and and she's like, this sounds like a really bad dream. I don't, I don't see this correlation. I was like, well, to be fair, and this is literally before we started recording, I said, it was a dream about me losing you and trying to find you, and it wasn't a dream about me trying to find producer guys. So, <laughs> you know, I, I literally... <laughs> oh, she was okay, like, okay, I okay. see where so, this is going. So I think I'd have to pick a wife there. But, yeah, right, it's a close enough. one. I mean, I text you way more. Let's look at our text messages. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right. I would uh, I would say hang with me. Yeah. Um, I was... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was the actual question? The actual question was, uh, spending money on a nice pipe or on rare tobacco. I think this is kind of a no-brainer too. Yeah, nice pipes. I, I'm pretty much over. I'm nice too. Pipe. I'm at the final pieces 
of my rare tobacco. I've pretty much gotten rid of most of it. I have a couple Frogmorns left that I plan on saving, but just today, just today I was driving home and I was like, you know what? What's cooler? Those sitting in that that cabinet of tobacco or like a like this little cabinet of tobacco that I don't look at with tins that I'm never going to open, right. a blends that I've never grew up with or like $500. Yeah, five hundred dollars sounds pretty cool. Sounds pretty cool. <laughs> so pretty I don't know. Uh, so definitely, definitely a, a nice pipe. Uh, a rare pipe, of course, is even cooler. Or a pipe from a you know good friend, whatever it is. Uh, I'm big into the pipe. Yeah, one hundred percent pipes. Pipes on this one. I'm just not a not a friggin. We're living in the guy. now, man. Yeah. I, I like the Mac Baron Burley flakes. I like the new Toscano tobacco. Yeah. That's coming out you know whether i had it or not i i like these things the king's fool like i like the new i don't need to work i don't need to get all hyped up on the past like yeah. now if mac Baron burley flake goes out yeah i'm gonna, gonna have be a hyped massive up. seller about this yeah. and then 10 years from now i'll be like yeah rare tobacco i need i need it it's my favorite i need it. i need it. i gotta have five thousand pounds of it whatever but right all that happens man i don't know it's fun it's cool to open at a show you smoke a bowl and yeah that's great tasty then i forget about it <laughs> literally i love it man well, that has been this or that. Again, the best way to do it, send it to our Discord in our specific this or that channel. And if you don't want to do that, eh, we always accept emails to show at getpipe.co or you can send them to both of our Instagrams. brother man it's been a good episode i have been overjoyed to hear about your experience at the third biannual smitty cigar lounge event uh, and i am very much hoping to be there in the summer but if people want to get more of get piped man where can they find you if they don't already know by now where is it they can find me on youtube.com slash get pipe for some of the premier YTPC pipe smoke content. No dog included in the YouTube, hopefully, but she's getting restless. We're going to finish this one up quick. New video coming out pretty soon. I got to record it this weekend and edit it this weekend. Hopefully it's going up before right around the first, February 1st ish, second ish, third ish. Should be really, really cool. Uh, but then I suppose say other stuff. What else do I say? Instagram. But if you're not into long form content, you want that short form content, you can find me on Instagram at get underscore pipe. But if you follow me, make sure and follow my right hand man, GPP underscore producer guy. Lastly, join the Discord. The guy pipe. Discord is really blah 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 blah. It's awesome. Join. Check out the YouTube video. Uh, again, I'll double tap, share the podcast with any and all pipe smokers, new age, old age, middle age, whatever it may be. If you want to rain review, go ahead and do that. Follow as well. But not just with the men, but the women and the children too. We're making up for last week when we had our extended <laughs> keep going, keep closing. Going, yeah. So, but one and a two and a going, going, going. Sold. What are your wise words of wisdom? Uh, my words, words. Oh, gee, my wise words. My Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> uh, man, go to a pipe event. Man, go plan yes. it. Put it on the calendar. It. Whether it's the Salt Lift event, whether whether it's the the Get Salt Lift, the Get Lift, the Salt Lift Get Lift event, <laughs> event, event, and. This is, is this worse? 
This might be worse than the smoking and joking after dark. It Just might be. mumbling and fumbling. Oh, that's all right. Still after dark. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think uh, I just had a lot of fun, man. Uh, if, if, if at the worst case, go to your local cigar shop. It's probably worth finding a, a place with a lounge that's within like a 45-minute radius and going once a month, man. Maybe, maybe once every other month. <laughs> worth going. Uh, dog and all. Don't bring that. And it's kind of getting on my nerves right now, so we'll, we'll end this one. But, man, this has been an absolute blast. Thank you guys for all listening. But for now, I am off to save the pipe-smoking world once again i'm not sure how i'll pull it off but until then you have all just been piped and until the next piping we are out <laughs>